Welcome to the Weekend Live Show. 508 is where I'm from. We run down the biggest stories of the week with you every Saturday night. Let us know in the comments right now where you repping. Patchy Junction, Taunton, Worcester, Long Island, Manchard, Wichita, Florida, Webster, Malden, Framingham, Tucson, Eureka, Salem, Gloucester, Moosup, Connecticut, Charleston, South Carolina, Oslindale, Moosup, Connecticut, London, Hanson, Glendale, Arizona, Lynn, Mapleville, Quincy. Hey, what's up? Five away is where I'm from. What the hell was that? You a freaking idiot. Stop telling people that I'm mentally deranged and stupid. Call me Aiden. There's no doctor, but... Get out of my store, please. You're a fucking loser. You are a loser. You're not a journalist. You're nobody. You're not turtle hair. Don't make such fun of the criminal justice system. NFL on the house. Let's get this party started. How's everyone doing out there tonight? Happy Sunday. I know we normally do this on Saturdays, but I, I put myself through hell last night. I watched the most devastating football game I've ever seen in my life. I don't want to talk about it. It was I was at the Bush Push game in 2005. This was worse. It was basically the same thing except worse. So I don't want to talk about it, but we're here on Sunday. Welcome to the live show. We do this every Tuesday and Saturday night normally, except that there's some sport ball thing going on. 
in which case like last night, then we'll just delay it a day. So we go Sunday next Saturday. I'm actually, I have, uh, my kids youth soccer is going to the revolution game, I guess. So we're going to Gillette Stadium. I get to see the Karen Reed sign, which is awesome. So that sign's dope. So we'll be there. Uh, I'll take a picture. I get to see it in person for the first time. That's going to be fun. Uh, in Foxborough. So we're going to do next week's show on Sunday night too. So is what it is. At least the Pats won. At least the Patriots finally got their first win of the year. Albeit over the crap happy Zach Wilson, New York Jets. Ugh. I mean, they beat the Bills, right? That that team beat the Bills, so there's something. And when you look at it, like we lost to two really good teams. Like the Dolphins are good. The Dolphins are like the best team in the NFL right now. They're 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 freaking nasty. And the Eagles obviously made the Super Bowl last year. Like we lost to good teams, right? So I mean, it's not. And I don't care what. Stop stop talking shit about Mac Jones. Stop it. Mac's fine. Mac's good. Okay. He's not great yet. He's still only in his third year. He, last year doesn't count as a, you know, the garbage man was the freaking offensive coordinator. So give Mac time. He'll be better. We'll be good. Yeah. I don't want to talk about another name. Just fucking horrible. Oh my God. It was horrible. I'm still, there was 10 on the field. There was 10 guys on the field for the most important, the last play of the game. And there was 10 guys on the field to play before. I woke up this morning. I'm like, how the fuck were there 10 guys in the field? I, I'm not over that yet. 10 guys. Uh, anyway, we're back. So we're, we're live. We do this every Tuesday and Saturday night normally. So make sure you smash that subscribe button and hit the notification bells because you never know when I'm going to show up at DE Pizza and hold an impromptu protest. I had so much fun. I had so much fun on Friday. Just spending the late afternoon with Chris Albert, my good friend, and Jill Daniels. And then all these turtle riders showed up, and that was cool. We're going to watch some highlights of that later on in the program. Uh, but you never know when we're going to do an impromptu live like that. So make sure you smash that uh, notification bell as well so you get alerted every time we go live when it's not Tuesday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. I thought we were streaming a rumble. I guess something fucked up there. I guess so we're not on rumble. I screwed that one up again. I guess two. I don't know. I can't do anything right these days. But anyway, we'll figure this out eventually. Uh, I because I, I set it up yesterday. I don't know if it just didn't carry over today. I don't know how this shit works. But yeah, the blood pizza, blood pizza. Don't get the blood pizza. All right. So um, yeah, I got a big story coming to. Not a. It's not really a story. I'm. I've been had a couple. I have somebody working on this with me. Uh, we're putting together like a list. We want to make it, we want to give a visual, right? Of how impossible it is for the Canton Police Department and or the state police from the Norfolk County District Attorney's Office to investigate any crime involving really anything in Canton, but especially involving the Alberts. So we've gone through every Canton high school yearbook dating back to like the late 70s. And we've put together a list of who graduated in what year going through the yearbooks. And we went through Norwood high school too, because that's a neighboring town. Adam Lally is from Norwood. He graduated the same year in 19, I believe 98 that Nicholas Guarino graduated from Norwood high school. They were classmates, the state trooper who doesn't know how to find deleted cell phone information. He just thinks it's gone forever. So they're buddies from high, they're high school pals. Um, and then also Stoughton. A lot of these people are from Stoughton. Your Bukaki's from Stoughton. A bunch of these people are from Stoughton. We're going to put it all together just so you can see in one visual thing, right? 
how impossible it would be for these people to investigate a crime involving the Albert family in Canton. They couldn't, no one can do it. It's, it's impossible. Like you, not a single person there can say that they're unbiased, not one. So this was rigged from the beginning, this whole thing, it's bullshit. Uh, and you know, we're going to go over all that anyway. Um, so yeah, follow all our social medias. They're in the, uh, bio below the description below. Uh, my name is Aiden. You can call me Clarence. You can call me uncle turtle boy. I prefer Dr. Turtle boy. Um, a lot of women these days are calling me daddy. Uh, you could, but whatever, whatever you prefer, I, whatever you're comfortable with your pronoun, you can call me whatever pronouns you want. Just be here every Tuesday and Saturday. That's all I ask. So, okay. Um, am I missing anything else? We haven't done where you repping in a while. We'll try to do that later in the show. Maybe we'll see. It gets, it's hard now with this many viewers. We're not used to like an audience, uh, this small, but, uh, I mean this big rather usually like you guys have to understand, like before this, we used to do a live show every Tuesday and Saturday and we'd be like 300, 400 people live the whole time. You know, a couple thousand people would watch it on the replay. Now it's like fucking insane. It's insane. I love it though. It's good. I love having you people all along for the ride. And you're here because, you know, you can't get this sort of news or an information anywhere else in the most unbiased manner possible. No, actually, I'm not unbiased. I'm very, I'm actually very biased because I believe in the truth. I follow the truth. And somebody brought this up on Twitter the other day. They're like, and I tweeted out, they're like, oh, let me see. I, I, oh, I retweeted it. I'm like, what a stupid comment. And I know it's some schlub. So somebody goes, everyone told me I should read your stuff about this case. I thought you were a reporter. First of all, there's no way this person actually, I guarantee this is some troll, right? Pretending to be like, oh yeah, I, I heard good things about you. But no, you didn't. You, you know exactly who I am. You don't like me and you're pretending otherwise. He goes, how can I trust anything you say when, when it is clear you have an interest in the outcome? Oh, absolutely. I 100% have an interest in this outcome and you can still trust what I say because uh, again, there's no both sides on this. There's one side that has all the facts, all the evidence and hasn't made up a single lie this entire time. There's the other side that has no facts, no evidence, lies constantly to your face, constantly, and hopes that you're stupid enough to believe them. So there's no both sides on this one. I am completely biased towards the truth. I always will be. And I make no apologies about that. So, you know, that's the job of the media. I mean, the media's job is not to just blindly repeat what authority figures tell them. It's to investigate whether or not authority figures are lying to you and telling you the truth. That's our job. So anyway, uh, if you guys would like to donate to the program, unfortunately, you can't do the super chat because I had the wrong opinions about a certain president's vaccine mandate a couple years ago. I didn't want to do it. I never did it. I'm still alive. So I went, I was right. So yeah, but they don't let you me, they don't let us exchange money on here anymore, which is, which is insane and censorious, but no biggie, no biggie because we just went and built our own platform. It's called turtle chat. If you click at the link at the top, that brings you to something called turtle chat. You click on that. You can donate whatever amount of money you want. When you do that, you get to write a little message. I will get that message in my email and I will read it out loud to the class. So, um, or you can cash at me a dollar sign, uncle turtle boy, and I will read those out. So I already got a couple cash apps here tonight. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Oh, uh -huh. I read these. 
All right, so we got a couple cash apps here. Let me read these. First, to start off the program, first we have, huh, where'd it go? All right, so Sharon donates $15 and says, for truth, finish the book, thumbs up. Yeah, I wrote a book. Check it out on Amazon called I Am Turtle Boy. You can get it there, and it explains how this whole thing started, kind of, Turtle Boy. Uh, David Demers sends $1 and says, why do you call him Lunchbox Lally? David, I've explained this a few times, and if you want me to answer, you got to send me $1. I love you, though. Jim Fares Bueller says, I fart on my cigarettes before I smoke them. Oh, I bet you do. Oh, that guy. What a disappointment he was. Uh, the Notorious N.P.? No, the, the Notorious N.I.P., Nip, says, $5 for Morrissey's hoop dilates 10 inches when he shits. Hashtag nips. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah. Okay. All right. So that's that. Uh, again, if anyone wants to, I don't know if, have you guys, has, has anyone sent the turtle chat? Cause if, if you have, they haven't gone through. I just want to, sometimes it doesn't work. Can you guys tell me if you've done the turtle? Has anybody done that? I'll try Let me try doing a turtle chat. Let me just test it out. Make sure it works. Cause I don't want to miss people. If they send it in, give me one second to donate to myself here and see what happens. All right, hold on. Let's see if this works. So we're getting definitely getting some cash apps. Those are coming in fine. Now, let's see if this works. I just sent a dono to myself. Hopefully, it comes through. I don't see it. Hold on. This might be a problem. I don't want to miss you people if you come through. Hold off on that. Hold off on that. Let me make sure this works first. Let me check my stripe over here. Payments. Let's see. Yeah, we definitely got a few already. Oh, we got one. Let's see. Elizabeth sent, um, but it's not showing up. Hold on. Come on. Where'd it go? I just sent, did anybody else send any? So you got one earlier from Lori sent one in and I didn't get that. I don't, I'm, I'm not seeing it in my email. I'm seeing one from Elizabeth. I just sent one to myself. Has anybody else done it? And, and they're not going through Jim Ferris is rude. You got that right. He's a very rude man. And he's like kind of a coward too. And kind of a bitch. And we're going to be talking all about that loser tonight tonight. Um, but give me one second here. Let me check my, uh, back page here. Sometimes it goes through on the back page. Hold on. And then I can see it if I go down to, um, WooCommerce orders. Let's see. Hold on. Let me just text my guy real quick. See if we can figure this out. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to miss you people. And by the way, uh, I want to give a shout out real quick. Hey, I can't 
read the turtle chats. How do I see them again? Chats. How do I see them again? Come on. All right. Hopefully he'll get back to me. So yeah, if you sent one in a turtle chat, it's not coming up yet, but I'm getting the cash app. So I'll read this one out real quick. All right. We got here. David Barry sends 20 and he says, need your email. Okay. My email is turtleboysports at gmail.com. David, thank you. Uh, Wade Stevens, Wade Stevens sends $10 and says, Hunter, and I love the Canton Mailman. Don't we all love the Canton Mailman? That guy was balls, man. That guy was the balls. That guy was great. Love that guy. So let me check. Uh, do we get any more of these turtle chats? Now we're getting a bunch. I'm seeing one here from, again, I'm seeing them on my Stripe, but not on my email. So I got one from Annette. She sends $10. I can't see her message though. So that sucks. And they got another one from Semolina. She sends $5 and I can't see the message. So I'm not seeing that. Uh, we're getting a cash app here too from, hopefully this corrects itself and we'll figure it all out. If not, just send me, email me, Turtle Boys. If you sent a... If you sent the turtle chat, right? If you sent in the turtle chat and it's not coming through on the email, I'm not getting it here. Just email me at turtleboysports at gmail.com and I'll just read your message out loud if you want me to read your message out loud. Christina DePathy sends 10 bucks and says, rep in Plymouth, home of the dumpster slugs. Oh, that's an old story. That's from like early 2017, old school right there. The Plymouth dumpster slugs. So, Anyway, we'll come back to that. Uh, I really got to get that fixed, though, because that's like a big problem. So let me see. Uh, Semolina sent $5. Anybody else I'm missing here? Hold on one second. And by the way, I do want to give a, a happy birthday shout out real quick to someone. See, I got one from Eddie. Sent 10 bucks, And Eileen sent 25 bucks. I can't see your message. Again, if you want me to read your messages just send me an email at turtleboysports at gmail.com if you sent a uh whatchamacallit if you sent a, a turtle chat and make sure to email me that way I, I i can figure this out somebody my web guy showed me how to do this before but it's been so long and i don't know whatever we'll figure it out later anyway let's just jump on with the show shall we oh yeah by the way happy birthday to lauren murray uh, also known as lauren number one uh Let's see, a couple of years ago, uh, a psychopath by the name of Krusty Panty started stalking her because she's friends with me and started like sending people to her house, like crazy shit, like sending people to her house, posting her address, all this stuff online. And then finally, this woman who had been terrorizing people associated with me for quite some time just said enough is enough. And she went down to West Roxbury District Court, I believe and filed for a harassment prevention order and she got it and then two days later that psychopath violated that order and she got her charged so it's not the lesson there is you stand up to bullies and they don't have anything to say so uh crusty panties has her uh trial i believe on like october 26 or something like that 
So good for Lauren. Happy birthday to Lauren out there. Great job standing up to bullies and tyrants, also known as Lauren Uno, Lauren number one. We had two Laurens around here. Oh, we had a bunch of Lords now. We used to have two, but now we have like a million. So anyway, um, let's just jump right to it, shall we? Oh, let me just read this turtle chat from Elizabeth. She sent money earlier. She said, from Western Mass, I just sent $5 to ask you out on a date. Oh, thank you. Um, but uh, I'm a little busy these days, but I appreciate the offer. I appreciate the gesture. Okay. Um, so let's uh, jump right into it. So what I'm going to start with is I went to Fairview Road the other night. And you guys might have seen this video. Uh, if not, you're going to see it for the first time. We're going to watch it as a class. So if you missed the um, the other day, and we're going to go over this whole bullshit that they put out the other day. The Commonwealth, now let me back it up just a bit. Just back it up. The defense for Cameron Reed has been trying to get the cell phones of Brian Albert and Jennifer McCabe for quite some time. Now you might say, well, they already, I thought they already got Jen McCabe's cell phone. They do. They got her actual physical phone, but there might be more in there. There might be more in there and they want the actual records of it because that would Later, rest any of this bullshit about like, oh, that's not real. The Google search isn't real. Derpy, derpy, derp. So they want that, and they want Brian Albert's cell phone again. If he has nothing to hide, just hand it over. That's it. But they're not handing it over, and he's paying a lot of money out of pocket to Greg Henning, who, by the way, ran against Rachel Rollins for district attorney and was a hand-picked candidate to kind of protect. You know, he was endorsed by the police. Shocking, and he lost to Rachel Rollins. So that's the kind of loser that Greg Henning is. So Brian hired this guy to make sure, and he's already got another lawyer named Adam Lally, who basically argues on his behalf in court and protects him from having to hand his cell phone over, like files motions in his defense, all this crazy shit. Like he, he has nothing to hide. If you were allegedly sleeping from 12 to six, they only want his phone records from 12 to six, nothing else. They don't care about the sexting. They don't care about the gumas. Nobody cares. We all assume you're banging a lot of hoes. Like it's not a big deal. Okay, Brian, just hand over. We're just interested in the murder, but he's not doing it. So they filed two motions to try to get it. They lost both. But Auntie Bev is the one who rejected him. And Auntie Bev is fucking useless. Like the most useless public servant I've ever seen in my life. Like the, the face of bloated government uselessness and incompetence, Beverly Canoni. So she denied it, but she's not the ultimate boss. So they appealed it to the Supreme Judicial Court, who will have a chance to overrule her, which I think they will. And of course, Greg Henning and Adam Lally filed motions to oppose it. Greg Henning's was like five pages long. The Commonwealth is 188 pages and it's filled with some new information and all this just to keep Brian Albert from handing over a cell phone. What is in that cell phone? My God. But we found out a lot of new evidence, like for one thing and the most relevant part of this guys is they have completely and officially abandoned, as we thought they would, the death by three-point turn thing. It's over. They are no longer pursuing the three-point turn. Why? Well, check out part 73 of our series on the Can't Cover-Up. Uh, I believe it was Justin, uh, Turtle Rider Justin, the guy who uh, breaks 
taillights with uh, old rack of ribs in his freezer. That guy, he did a great little video here showing that, oh yeah, if she did a three-point turn, then the wrong taillight was broken. Also, get the fuck out of here, three-point turn. That makes no sense whatsoever. So they, they did the death by three-point turn first. And like a three-point turn could be better construed as an accident. Whereas backing into them could not. So finally, they have they've now officially stated, probably, I forget the exact wording. Actually, let me bring it up here. Let me read the exact wording on this. Actually, I'll bring this up first, just so we're, we're on the same page before I recreated this. Okay. So, first of all, the first thing they did wrong is they said that the um, the fact that Michael Proctor wrote in his report that he got to Karen Reed's house at four thirty and had the coat and had the car towed at five thirty, it's just that report contains a Scrivener's error. That's like the the author's error about the time he arrived at the Dighton residence at approximately five thirty. This was an unintentional mistake at approximately 5.30 uh, by, uh, this was an unintentional mistake clearly rectified by other evidence, including Dighton police reports that were authored on January 29th, 2022. So this is just like, oh, oops. Yeah, I know we've been saying this entire time and we charged you with murder based on the idea that you, that Michael Proctor said he left there at 5.30, which would have made it impossible for him to plant taillight evidence and, and thus made Karen Reed look a lot more guilty. It was just a mistake. It was unintentional. It was an unintentional mistake. How do we know it was unintentional? Well, because we said so. So you, and you can just trust us because we lie all the time, but you can trust us on this one. This time we're telling the truth. Scrivener's error. I got to try that one sometime. Okay, so that's the first bullshit in there. Because that made a huge deal. Like, I mean, they said it a million times. Not only did they say it, they also made this whole daylight savings bullshit up. Like, remember the daylight savings lie and how much we laughed at that? How Adam Lally said with the straight face in court that uh, it only says that on the alarm.com because they did not reset for daylight savings. So, and then we looked at the, the picture and it's like, but the sun hadn't set yet at 412. It had set at 512. So if it was 512, then it would be dark, but it's not dark. So that means it actually was 412. So you're lying about that. There was, you just made up, you were so convinced of your story that you made up a, a story to go along with it, to back up your lie. Now they got this one. The Commonwealth is now admitting, let's see. The Commonwealth is admitting that they knew the uh, that a police report existed with the Dighton Police Department, showing that the scene was cleared by 417. Yet they didn't bother getting it until we filed a public records request for the report. At that point, it was undeniable that Proctor was lying and Lally was covering for him. Now they're saying it was all just a big mistake and that they've been repeating in court for the last 20 months. 
So don't you hate that when you just repeat a lie 20 times in a row? Um, the Commonwealth is also blatantly lying that they never agreed to have an evidentiary hearing. I mean, they actually said this, that this is what he writes. Remember they had, they scheduled an evidentiary hearing for the 25th and that was just going to be the end of it. Like we were going to have an evidentiary hearing. Michael Proctor was going to get on the stand. He was going to get exposed uh, as a liar. Jen McCabe was going to have to answer for the Google search. She was going to plead the fifth and that was going to be the end of it. It was going to be just like the Spacey trial. I'm sure that's how Alan Jackson envisioned it going. Is they're going to have to drop it, but I don't even think they knew how fucked up this county was and how, how fucked up this court was like they've never seen anything like this before and it didn't happen that way instead they had a hearing to cancel the hearing on the 24th and it was canceled in 10 minutes that i was there for that that was the last time jennifer mccabe ever showed up to court anyway um this was obviously this is what adam lally says about that it is incorrect that the commonwealth agreed to an evidentiary hearing on the defendant's motion while tone is difficult to decipher from email correspondence, the exchange between the ADA, Adam Lally, and the defense counsel, Elizabeth Little, more accurately depicts the Commonwealth's understanding that for any criminal motion, neither party is entitled to an evidentiary hearing. No, it's not. While tone is difficult to decipher. Oh, so it's his tone, guys. He, he specifically said, you can call whatever witnesses you want to the evidentiary hearing. But that's just this tone, guys. You guys don't understand his tone. It's just... <laughs> but the most interesting part is that they're now saying that the three-point turn, of course, did not happen. So this is what it says here. All right. The crash reconstructionist opined that the defendant's vehicle traveled in reverse for approximately 62 feet before striking the victim at a possible impact speed of 24.2 miles an hour. Just look at the words in this opined their crash reconstructionist opined that's so it's their opinion not a fact it's their opinion they traveled in reverse for approx approximately 62 feet before striking the victim at a possible possible impact speed of 24 miles an hour post impact with the victim the defendant's vehicle continued in reverse before leaving the scene so now this is new and by the way, the human hair, they're still saying it's uh, forensically confirmed as human hair. It was not. It was actually confirmed as the opposite. A woman named Maureen Hartnett, who was not allowed to conduct forensic analysis of hair because she failed her proficiency exam. She's the one that initially said that. But of course, she's incompetent because she failed her proficiency exam. So another expert picked by the Commonwealth, not the defense, by the Commonwealth, determined that the hair was not actually human hair. Of course, of course it wasn't human hair. And so it's not hair, but they're still saying, but then they weren't happy with that. So now they want to destroy the evidence. They want to do another test that will destroy the evidence. Okay. Mitochondrial test. Right. Okay. Sure thing. Anyway. So this is new post impact with the vehicle. The defendant's vehicle continued in reverse before leaving the scene. So this is big guys. This is big. This is really important stuff. They're saying that the car traveled 62 feet, that it kept going after it hit him. So it didn't go up on the curb or anything like that. And then after that, it just left. So this is 
this contradicts everything. It like so many narratives are debunked by this. Like eventually they were going to have to come up with something and they finally did. So we are to believe that Karen was at least 62 feet away from where John's body was found before she decided to gun it in reverse. Right. Uh, and we're going to show you the, the, what me and Richie did on Friday to uh, reenact that, that John stood there. Right. And just waited to get run over that. He was going 24 miles an hour in reverse in the snow. Uh, by the way, going 24 miles in reverse. We're going to see what that's like in a minute. But no one heard a thing, nor did any neighbors. Brian and Nicole Albert said that they heard no loud noises and five other witnesses in the house who were not interviewed by police, thus could not contradict this statement. Of course, they can't say they heard a loud noise, right? Because then the next question would be, well, why didn't you come outside? So the ring camera at 31 Fairview, the home of Deputy Police Chief Tom Keller, would have picked it up. Uh, and we're going to go over all that when we watch the video, but more importantly, right? John's body would have gotten crushed by the car. Now that we know that she kept going, she didn't just hit him and like not come and leave. She kept going. It says, that's what they said. Not me. They're the ones that said this, that he kept going also. Right. But there's also, by the way, no damage to her car. Like John weighs 217 pounds. The car weighs 6,000 pounds. Bam, hits him. And not with enough force to kill him. Doesn't break any bones. No bruises to the, anywhere on his body, except on his eyes and the gash in the back of his head and the cut, you know, the dog bites and scratches. There's nothing on his body like that. Okay, sure thing. Gemma McCabe, more importantly, claim that she saw Karen drive away at 1245. Let's read this. This is, this is her own words when she was interviewed. Jen said that she observed the black SUV parked out front and texted John. Hello, pull up behind me at 1231. Jen texted John again at 1240. Hello, where are you? And then again at 1245. Hello. When Jennifer sent the last text to John at 1245, she observed the black SUV drive away and assumed Karen and John went home. Jennifer stated that John did not reply to any of the text messages and that she first observed the vehicle parked on the street by the driveway facing in the direction towards Chapman Street. She then observed the vehicle travel along the road towards the left side of the property in the area which John was discovered in the morning. Okay. And that they left at approximately 1.30 and went home. It was actually 1.47 when they left. So um, this is interesting because now she's saying that this happened at 12.45. But we're going to see later on that's not true. Even the Commonwealth is not saying that's true. Not even close, actually. Because they now have an exact time of death, too, we're going to see in this long thing that they put out in court. But on top of that, on top of that, that means that if she saw the car drive away, that he had just gotten run over, right? Because again, the police are now saying that re reconstructionists opined that the car went in reverse and then immediately left. So that means if Jen saw the car leave, then she had to have seen the car strike John because it happened a split second afterwards. So are we to believe that Jennifer got there immediately after John got hit? 
Like she's so she's going up to the window, looks out the window, sees the car driving away. Just but she missed him getting hit and she missed his body lying on the grass. She's missed it. Give me a break. Give me a break. So anyway, um, that's seems rather implausible. It also Matt McCabe's whole story about the V-shaped tire marks that were consistent with making a three-point turn. That was clearly all a lie. And I guess we're just not going to talk about that again. Again, this is a woman who couldn't figure out how to back out of her driveway, but she's an expert on running people down in reverse. So me, we decided to test this out. Let's go watch the video. Now, keep in mind, there's no snow on, on the ground here. I'm sober and it's daylight. So it's a lot easier, a lot easier to do what we did here. So this is a uh, fear of you wrote. Now, I had already done this twice at this point. I, I, I gunned it. Look how, but look at, look how fear of you road curves right. And this is, so I'm parked here 62 feet away from where John's body is found. This guys is directly in front of 32 fear of you road. So make this make sense for me. Karen goes to drop John off at the party. Obviously, the logical place to drop him off would be right at the uh, right over here where the driveway is, right? He runs inside and then Ryan Nagel pulls up behind her. So she pulls forward, sits right here and waits for him to text her back. That's what a normal person would do. So she's just sitting there. And he doesn't come out. So she leaves. They all saw her parked right here. Nobody saw her parked over here. Why would she pull in front of 32 Fairview? And it has to be 32 Fairview because that's where 62 feet measures. We met, we brought a tape measure and we measured it all out. 62 feet from here to here. So I did it the first time. I did it the first time. Uh, and I uh, did it. I got up to 14 miles an hour. Unfortunately, Fairview Road curves. So I ran over the curb. I ran into the curb. <laughs> I almost fucked up my car, but it's a good car. So it didn't, nothing bad happened. So I, I ran into the curb and I left the fucking skid mark on the curb. So there's a big skid mark on the curb now because I did that. I ran into the curb going 14 miles an hour. It was scary. I'm not going to lie. I felt like I was. Uh, I actually have the video of me driving. Let me see if I can, it's, but it's like, actually, it's not even good. It's from me in the driver's seat. You, you don't even know what the hell's going on, but you hear me like, what the fuck? And I, so I got the 14 and it, cause I didn't turn the wheel. And if Karen Reed's doing this, like it's her first time, I think it's her first time running someone down in reverse. So, but luckily she knew to, to turn kind of like, she's really good at this. She knew the road curved right there and she hit it. So the second time I, I knew I was going to, the road was going to curve the second time. So I got up to seven, 17 and I aimed out a little more and I was good. I got, but I got hit, got 17. I'm like, Ooh, it was scary, man. I'm like, damn, what can we get up to? What can we get up to? Let's see how fast we can do this thing within 62 feet. So this is what, so look at, this is where, so Karen, so, okay. We marked 62 feet off, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where Karen Reed started that's where the back of her car started okay 
And you see the line down there, the other line, that's where it got hit. Okay, so I've been at 62 feet. So we have to believe, right, that the freaking car that, so it went, first of all, it curves. Notice how the road curves. So I hit the bumper. You guys can see down there the, the mark. I hit the bumper the first time I did this. I reached 14 miles an hour the first time I did it. I just did it again. I got up to 27, not apologize, 17 miles an hour, right? I got up to 17 miles an hour. Now, that lady yelling at us. <laughs> and then, um, but 24, man, I, I mean, when I went from 14 to 17, I was a big jump. 24, it curves. Like, I hit the fucking curb. There's no way if she, so, so let me guess, go stand down there, like where John was. So, like, just, so Rich is John's height, too, right? So she drops him off, right? And then for some reason he stands there in the middle of a snowstorm. He just stands there and Karen pulls up here. She gives him time to, cause he's all mad and she wants to kill him and, and what hey, John, I want to kill you. I fucking need you. Can you just stand right there for like a minute so I can pull forward 62 feet and then gun it in reverse. And then the car's coming at you. And so the car comes back here, right? So this is an underrated part of this, right? Is that, we're to believe that she didn't drop him off back where a normal person, she dropped him off here in the corner for some reason. And she's really mad at him. She's like, John, oh my God, I want to kill you, John. Just do me a favor and stand right there so I can kill you and run you over. Cause I'm so mad, John. You're so mad. You're so mad. And by the way, don't message me and text me for my fucking cash app during the show. It's on the fucking bio. It's on the bio. Just do it the regular way. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so I'm just going to turn the phone off. I can't deal with the fucking text. Um, so why would John just stand there and get run over by Karen? Karen? Like, oh my God. Oh yeah, baby. Let me just stand here and you can run me over, you crazy bitch. Because I feel like dying tonight. Not going. In, it's also a blizzard. It's snowing. And he's like, I'm just going to stand here for some strange reason. I'm just going to stand here. So he starts backing up and he doesn't move. When she starts gunning it, he just doesn't move. That, that's what the Commonwealth is telling us with the straight face is what happens. Oh, and by the way, that's a good point. The, the Ryan Nagel factor, like, what's up? Any, are we going to talk? Like, Ryan Nagel's statement, again, is also contradicted by this and like pretty much everything else. Ryan Nagel said that they got there after them, right after them, and that Karen pulled up to, out, to outside the fire hydrant and sat there, and that John was not inside the car and that there was nobody outside the car. And then his sister came outside and was like, actually, I don't need a ride. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. And that's that. I'm going to sleep over. And then she left an hour later too. Uh, we don't, I don't know how many minutes Nagel was there for, but probably not that many. He left before Karen left. Karen left at approximately 1231 or 1232. So Nagel had to have left before that. Uh, but again, there's nobody outside the car. So let's watch this. She somehow, I don't know, she doesn't turn because there's no, they didn't say anything about any tire marks on the curb. I just made tire marks on the curb. Look at this shit. 
So John is standing right here where the car comes back and he just doesn't go in. Like, why did she drop him off right here? We've been over this. Why did she drop him off right here and not in the driveway, right? And he just stands here. And he's like, yeah, just hit me because I feel like dying today. And then, again, see this right over here? Those are my tire marks. Yeah. Because I didn't turn it. I didn't turn the wheel. So I hit the freaking curb. So Karen's car is a tank. So she hits him, right? And somehow his body goes that way. Maybe he tried to get out of the way. Is that what they're saying? And she, they just knock it that way. And then, so then what? She, how does she not run him over? Like, so it's, it also, it says it keeps going. So she hits him with the back of her car, with the, you know, the right back of the car. That's how far away it is, right? And just boom, hits him there. How the hell does he get the head injuries? And the arm wounds, right? And how does, so, so she hits him, right? Going 24 miles an hour and just knocks him onto this grass area right here. And I have a video on one of my phones. Um, let's see. I think I got a video of it somewhere. But I took a video. I took a video of like the whole friggin' scene. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to my screen. One second. I'm gonna send this to myself so I can view it. Come on, it's not working. I'm gonna actually let me just I'm gonna upload this to YouTube privately so I can just show it. Hold on one second. Upload video. Facebook doesn't let you send videos if they're over like a certain amount of time. Okay. Test. Unlisted. Okay. So I'm uploading that now. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, so the body would have just somehow ricocheted, I guess over here but then she kept going back so how do you get the scratch marks from that i don't know i don't know um but again why was he standing in the middle of the road just waiting to get run over so yeah we're gonna see now and this is a good question about can it even accelerate that fast according to some people no again i'm not an expert on this but and the arm wounds it's, like a, it's all grass ran him over but the undercarriage get him but it couldn't according to this theory if you just go the flying you know? Yeah. Shoe comes off, hat comes off. Yeah. How do you get the How do you get the scratches? How do you get the scratches that way? Dog bites. <laughs> the dog bites. Whatever. Oh no, no. Whatever. Uh, the abrasions. As the med I'm not a medical examiner, so what do I know? But that's fucked up. So we're gonna try it again. We're gonna try doing this one more time. Um, you wanna do it one more time? Yeah. Let's see if we can reach this time. Let's go. All right, so let me fast forward here until we get to the part where we get in the car. Okay. Yeah. All right, ready? See, it's a busy road. You telling me no cars came by that whole time? Give me a break. Here we go. This is as fast as I can. Ready? One, two, three, go. Boom. All right. So that's passing by right there. Boom. 
Where, where's the chalk mark? The chalk mark's up here somewhere. Like right over this way. All right. There it is right there. So watch that again. It doesn't seem that fast, but this is as fast. I gunned it, man. I gunned it. Like this is pedal to the floor. And that's me hitting. Like, look when I break. When do I hit the break? Break right there. So I start breaking right here. Right. Uh, I guess we're to believe that Karen didn't break, but I was up to 19 at that point. There's no way. And again, I hit the break right before the part where John gets hit. There's no way I could have gotten to 24. Absolutely no way. That is as fast as I could go. And the LX, the Lexus LX does not accelerate as fast as an RX 350. The RX 350 is about 1,500 pounds lighter than the LX 570. Um, and I mean, this, this car has got a fucking engine on it. Like this car kicks ass, man. It go fast, real fast, like in a real quick amount of time. I forget the number engine 2.75 something. I don't know what the hell the thing there. The guy, the salesman was telling me about it. Like, Oh no, it's a bigger engine than the NX. And I'm like, I got in I'm like, Oh yeah, that's oh, this thing moves. This thing moves. So the other one, you know, has more mass. So it's not going to be able to accelerate as fast. Somebody came up. We had some nerd on our page uh, post the whole thing about it. Again, I don't know how official this is. But they, they did a whole equation with it. I wouldn't even know where to find it right now. But I think I got it here somewhere. Huh. Anyway. I'll find it later. Basically, they did the whole math out, and you, it's impossible for LX to accelerate to that many miles per hour in 62 feet. It's just not enough space. It's not enough space. And a lot of other factors are, prob are, are problematic with this, too. Like, again, listen to, like, you can hear the engineer. You can hear me. Boom. Boom. Weird to believe that she just, boom. And that he just, she hit him and somehow caused the, what, a black eye, a couple of black eyes, a gash to the back of the head, lateral gash. That's it. And her, her car is fine. Her car was unscathed except for the taillight situation. Um, 35 pieces of taillight, which were found in increments over the next three weeks by the taillight whisperer, Michael Proctor and his pal, Kenny Berkowitz. Decided that, um, yeah, so actually Nick's texting me about it now. Let me read this. So it's, okay, somebody posted. I'm going to read Nerd Talk for a moment. Let me just read this. This is what the one I was talking about. Here's some calculations based on the stated 0 to 60 time for an Alexis LX570 of 6.9 seconds. Remember, that's calculated going forward through gears, dry road, professional driver, and a new vehicle. So this, this obviously, there was snow on the ground so that would cause the wheels to like spin not spin but like it's gonna be louder it's gonna be harder to get traction um and it's definitely gonna be it's not gonna go quite as fast obviously so how far would a car travel if it went from zero to 24 miles an hour and it's zero to 60 mile an hour speed is 6.9 seconds to calculate how far a car would travel when accelerating from zero to 24 miles an hour with the zero to 60 MPH speed of 6.9 seconds, we'll use basic physics equations, assumptions, 
the acceleration is constant during the entire acceleration phase. The car starts from rest and then reaches a final speed of 24.2 miles an hour. Let's calculate the acceleration. Acceleration equals change in speed divided by time. Change in speed divided by time. Uh, so that would be 24 miles an hour minus one mile an hour. So 24 miles an hour is the change in speed divided by the time of 6.9 seconds. You get 3.50 and a bunch of numbers feet per second squared. I don't, I'm lost already, but now let's calculate the distance traveled during the acceleration phase using the following equation of motion. Distance equals initial velocity. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm not even reading this. I can't, I don't even know what the fuck this means, but this person sounds like they know what they're talking about. They did it all out. The conclusion they reached is that the car would travel approximately 84.25 feet during the acceleration phase when going from zero to 24 miles an hour. In perfect conditions, it would travel 84 feet going forward. In the conditions that night and going in reverse, it would be well over 100 feet. 100 feet. So there you go. I mean, it's just, and it's logical. I mean, just look at, I did it out. That is as fast as the car could go. My foot was as far, like it was my third try. I got up to 14. It was scary. I've never gone that fast in reverse. And I'm like, let's see what we can do. I got up to 17. And, you know, um, that was even scarier. And what you saw there was like the final one. So, so, all right, so let me check out. I got one more video here. I want to show you guys of uh, a test that we did. Wait, did I pick the wrong video? That's the same video. Hold on. This, so there's, see up there, that's 62 feet. So this is where John O'Keefe was found, right here. His body was found. And they said that Karen Reed came from 62 feet back at 24 miles an hour in reverse and banged them somehow, ended up on here. So this is, this is 62 feet. We're gonna mark it off right here. All right, boom, all right. And that's where 62 feet is. See my car up there? Yeah, okay, so we got all that. I don't know. And you're gonna have to keep going to slow down. Oh, she, she ran them over too. And then Gemma Cabe looked out the window because they had, I guess they were all just sitting in one of those windows. And Gemma Cabe looks out the window. And by the way, you see that gate back there? That's where they brought the body out from. See that gate? Like, like, like so the, the Ford Edge is parked right here. Okay. Right where I'm standing right here. Look at that freaking cover. You park a car right here. No one's seeing it. Right. They're not going to see it over there. Right. They're not seeing it. That's going to block it. It's got the tree, you know, the bushes over there. You pull his body. Boom. It's the shortest possible way. It, they brought it right from the backyard. That's what they did. So we're going to see. I mean, how absurd is this? So she, why the hell would she be all the way over there? That's directly in front of 32 Fairview. Why would they do that? That makes no sense whatsoever. You, you explain that one to me. 32. So she, I mean, what, she's just sitting? Like, they want us to believe that she's just sitting over there doing what? And then so John got out of the car right here. 
He's like, okay, I'm just going to stand right here and let you run me over, you crazy woman. So it's snowing. The tires, it's going to make a lot of noise, the tires, right, in the snow. It's obviously not snowing right now, so we can't perfectly – and then she's going to hit him while he's what? Holding his cocktail glass right here. Why isn't he going in the house? And how does he end up over there? Well, he ended up like right here. Okay, so we put it like you know. I'm trying to do it right where I mean, she was. In the distance, way over. Here. Yeah, how did? Because twelve feet. That's like 12, twelve feet, right? So he ends up right. Twelve. Yeah. The basketball hoop bus two. That would be like right here. Right. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's well, a good so question. Maybe it wasn't twelve feet. Maybe they're just saying twelve feet. I don't know. I don't even know if you can get twelve feet from there. But how the hell did his body get? To right there. I mean, you explain that to me. So we're going to see, can she even get like, so this dude just stood here and is like, yeah, do yeah, come hit me. Come hit me. Like think, look at, by the way, look how far away the car is. You see somebody coming at you in reverse right that, like that. Oh, this dog That's takes plenty of time to get away. Right. Oh yeah. Like Just like, oh, just jump out of the way. Uh, you're standing, uh, unless he's what standing in the middle of the road. Is that what they're saying? In, in that case, how did he go to over here? Right. Like, so if you're standing right here, and the car comes at you. Oh, nice. Taking a dump on Kelleher. Come on. Nice. <laughs> Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm going to do a test out right now. So that's, uh, yeah, the uh, before we did the uh, the final version. So, anyway, um, I, it, it's impossible, man. It's, it's absolutely impossible. It's ridiculous. We knew they had to come up with something, and that was the best that they come up with. And now they sound very, very, very stupid. Let me read uh, some turtle chats here. Just a moment. So again, if you'd like to send money on the turtle chat, you can click at the link at the top, donate whatever amount of money you want. If you, if you write a message with it, I'm, I'm not getting emails for some reason. I'm not getting the emails. Let me check my spam. Um, spam. Oh, they're going to, they're going to the, this is my spam. Okay, so I have gotten a couple turtle chats here on the spam. Let's see. It says, uh, I only sent $5 for the dono. That was for testing purposes, Semolina says. Okay, thank you. And then it's Annette. I sent $10 and I said, too legit to quit. What else do we have here? Somebody said, I hope you cracked the case with Karen Reed. Brian Riccio has been harassing our staff trying to get you in trouble. He requested a meeting with the DA, but it got shot down. <laughs> also a while back. Oh my God. I That's the other thing too. Riccio. Oh, he's, I hate even talking about this guy because he's such a loser. Like he's the guy that showed up at court and like won my attention. I wouldn't give it to him. He, he, uh, he went to the I, my source in the district attorney's office who said that they saw the FBI there four times said that Riccio came down there too. I mean, he's just what a loser. How does it feel to lose all the time? Sucks that you can't get a kidney, my dude. You have to beg for a kidney on Twitter. Ooh. Oh, you're such a sad person. You're such a sad person. But anyway, um, so thank you for those donuts. Um, let's see. David. Uh, Okay, he goes, I just love, this is the guy who sent money before. He said, I just love how you call it all these pieces of shit, corrupt people, cops included. Auntie Bev, don't care. So she blocks everyone and everything and believes in these losers. 
And the Florida guy, DEA, has definitely flipped to the other team, Albert, and is now on the other side. You know, I don't I don't think that at all, but I definitely don't think that he flipped to the other side at all. Um, but thank you for the dono. Appreciate that, Dave. Um, Peter Pumpkin Eater said he sent $20, and he said, please read the attached review for D&E Pizza, and more specifically, the response from the owner. I haven't stopped laughing about this for nine days. Go Buckeyes. Okay, go fuck yourself. Um, and so they said the chicken parm was just okay, a little cold, and I had diarrhea after. Oh, no. And then D&E responded. Oh, no. Hi, Ryan. Thank you for taking the time to share your feedback with us. We sincerely apologize for your negative experience with our chicken parm. It's disappointing to hear that it was a little cold and that you had some gastrointestinal discomfort afterwards. We strive to provide our customers with hot and delicious food. So we're sorry we missed the mark on this occasion. Okay. <laughs> they must have some type of algorithm that just inserts the words that you used in your review when they respond to it. So that's a good one. Thank you, Peter Pumpkin Eater. Um, Tracy sent something and said, uh, you don't have to read mine. Just wanted to say thank you for playing the tick, tick, boom video up to where my purse with the pin shows. It actually ends at a good time in the song too. Thank you very much, Tracy. I appreciate that. Um, and I got a couple other donos here. Hold on. Let me refresh these. So again, if you send money on the turtle chat, I'm going to get the money, but I'm not getting the email notification about what your message is. So send a separate email to turtleboysports at gmail.com and I'll read your message. So uh, like for instance, uh, I've gotten donos here from Eddie sent 10 bucks. Thank you, Eddie. Eileen sent 25. Appreciate that. Um, let's see. Paul Cody sent $25. Martin sent 10 bucks. MJ sent 25 bucks. Thomas sent five bucks. Appreciate that. Bob sent 25 bucks and Carolyn sent 50 bucks. So thank you very much to all of you guys. If any of you who sent those in would like to send a message, I will read it out loud to the class this way. Okay. Uh, like for instance, MSTC sent, uh, I sent $10, no place to add a message, but loved you and Jill together. Hashtag free Karen Reed. Excellent. Um, appreciate that. Uh, then we got another one from Casey sends five bucks and says, ask for your opinions. If you think Jill Daniels knew what happened inside Fairview, if you, if Jill Daniels knows what happened instead, Fairview, big discussion on group. I said, of course she fucking knows. And people were saying she's brainwashed and doesn't know. And they wouldn't tell her the BS she knows my, oh, I have no idea. I have no doubt that she knows what happened. I, I'm, I definitely believe Joe Daniels knows everything that happened in that house, which is why she's trying so hard desperately to silence him. Let me read the cash apps here. Okay. Um, Margaret sent 10 bucks and says their BS theories are tiresome. Let's fucking go. I agree with that one. Anne sends $15 says, thank you, Aiden. Say hi to my favorite bartender. Who's that? What bartender? Thank you, Ian. Uh, appreciate that. Um, so if, if anybody else wants to send on the cash app, my cash app is dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. You can send that way or you can click at the link at the top of the chat for the turtle chat. And I will refresh those from time to time. But if you send a message 
I'll read your name when you send the dono. Uh, but if you want your message to come through, send me a separate email at turtlevoicesports at gmail.com. It's a big pain in the ass. And this is really annoying because it's actually really bad for business uh, when this happens. So, because this is what I do for a living. So, I uh, wish it worked right now. I really wish it worked. But if you want to do it that way, you can. Okay. If anyone else wants to do it, they can do it. Anyway, let's get back to this. Um, where were we? Where were we? What do we have to go over here? All right. So let's talk about the new bullshit that they're they're talking about uh, in their motion. I'm going to bring it up right now. Because people have a lot of questions. So for one thing, uh, and I, I don't know the answer to this. So um, you may have noticed that. I'll bring this. I'll start with this one. No, Sean in the Gulf did not flip to the other side. <laughs> no, he did not. Uh, I, I'm not reliving that whole thing about the fucking page. It is what it is. Um, we need one page. Karen Reed's attorneys and her, I'm sure, would appreciate just having one centralized location. But I guess that was too much to ask for because five unnamed guys who probably don't exist won't let Sean, a grown man, post on a Facebook group. That's what we're to believe. So whatever. If you believe that, you believe that. I'm moving on. Okay. Let me read this email. Uh, so this is the latest um, motion. So this is from, no, that's not the one. That's not the one. Let me get the right one. Here it is. But the bail, a lot of people were asking about the bail thing. And I wish I had an answer for you. I wish I, I've, I've seen a lot of theories about this, but I don't have a fucking clue. So um, this is an email from David Yanetti. And it says to Brian and Jim, today was the deadline set by Judge Canoni for the submission of a further financial affidavit from my client to support our bail reduction motion. Please be advised that after a consultation with my client, we have decided to withdraw the motion. So we will not be submitting another affidavit, nor are we asking the court for ruling on the motion. Thank you for your time and attention to this matter. Have a good weekend. So again, I mean, what are your theories on this? I'd like to hear, I've, I've seen a couple theories on this one. I don't know the answer to this. Uh, what the part that doesn't make sense to me is like a lot of people have said, Oh yeah, they're doing the whole like 40 checkers and check like a lot. The most common thing that people have come up with to explain this is that they were using the motion for the bail reduction to get all of that other interesting stuff on the, on the record. Right. That is the uh, most common theory that I've heard from people. A lot of people have said that, but I'm also up to hear. I'll read some chats here. I'm also up to hear, you know, what you think, like, you know, like what Jason said, that they got the story out here. But, but here's the part. Now I get that, but here's the part about that. That doesn't make sense to me. Here's the part that doesn't make sense. So why not just let her deny the motion? I mean, you still have a, ch I mean, 80 grand is 80 grand, right? You want it. So why would you not just let judge Canoni deny the motion? See what I'm saying? Like if she denies it, then whatever, then you lost the like, Why? I, I don't get the, the pulling it back voluntarily. That's the part that doesn't make any sense to me. Like why they pulled it back voluntarily. So that's why that theory just doesn't hold water to me. Like, 
if she denies it, denies it. The stuff's all out there anyway. But there's there's a chance she might reduce it in half. Don't you want that money? That like that's what I don't get. So what I'm thinking is I just think that they not income, but like I don't know. Maybe there's something that it, I don't fucking know. I, I have no clue. I have no clue. I can't get any answers on this. Um, if you guys have theories, I'm all for hearing them. But all I know is with this defense team, like they always have some sort of plan. So whatever it is, we'll find out eventually. Whatever the hell. They, getting their points in isn't guaranteed. Let's see. It shows Canoni that they're not scared of her. It's a tactic. Yeah, I know, but they've been doing that the whole, I don't know. Then why withdraw it? Why, like, why, why withdraw it though? Like, that's the part that doesn't make sense to me is why withdraw it? Because they would have to give her financial statements. So what? Are they hiding something? Like, what are they trying to hide? Like, can, I mean, I'm all for theories. Make it make sense to me, please. But like, if they figure Canoni is going to deny it anyway, so let her deny it. What do you have to lose? So you're going to deny it yourself? That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. Sorry, I don't buy that. Now this, now this, maybe they don't want to volunteer income so they can pay it when it comes. I mean, that might be something. That I might buy is they don't want, maybe they just don't trust Canoni and they don't want her seeing like where they've been spending money. I, I think that would be a lot more plausible and that it's, they just don't trust her because they shouldn't trust her. She's, I don't trust her at all. And you know, Karen does own a house. Like that is an asset, right? I don't know. Like, I don't know if she has like savings or 401ks or what, I don't know. But she, for whatever reason, she thinks that it's not worth it. Right to show that information to her. I, I think it's the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is like, they just don't trust Canoni. They don't want her seeing also not a good look to just not turn anything in after you said you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, again, I'm not jumping to any conclusions, but it's, I'll be honest with you. It's not a good look. I, I hope that they're playing some sort of 4d checkers here, whatever, but, you know, I'm I'm stumped on this one. I, I don't get it, but it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter um, because she <laughs> hit him with her car. So that's what really matters here. And this is the kind of silly bullshit that they'll glob onto to be. And again, but it's just like I wish they wouldn't give him this shit. Like I don't know. Again, just let just let Canoni deny it. Like if Canoni's let her deny it. Why do you this? I'm telling you, there's something in the financials that they just didn't want her to see. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. So that's what I'm going with until I hear otherwise. Okay. Um, did we get a couple of the donos here on the cash app? In the meantime, people are sending. No. Okay. Got one canceled. All right. That's weird. All right. So let's go back to uh, this other motion. Shall we Let's get out of that one? Let's read this 118 page thing that a lot of people are talking about and this is so oh my god i hate even talking about this loser kevin from yellow cottage tales 
And again, he's not even like a loser. Like he's just an asshole. Like Kevin, like, let's be honest here. I used to think he was like a joke. He's just an asshole because you have to be an asshole to, you know, really to like, you see a woman in a vulnerable position here who quite clearly is being framed for murder and you know, she's being framed. And in order to get some clicks on your YouTube channel, you pile on to this bullshit that she's a murderer. Like you're, you're a, you're a shitty person. Kevin Linehan isn't just a moron. He's a really bad person. He's a shitty fucking person. He's a bad guy. Like there's, there's no other way around it. He's a bad fucking person. Like to do this to an innocent person. Cause he doesn't believe it. He's dishonest. That's one thing I don't like is the dishonesty. If Kevin actually believed this, I would have a little bit of respect for him, but he doesn't believe this. Like he's not stupid. He knows like he said in the beginning, he was pretty much convinced Karen Reed didn't do this. And since he said that a plethora of information has come out showing that she didn't do this shit. We didn't know before lucky law friend, all this shit has come out that they didn't know before. And somehow that changed his mind to she's guilty. No, it didn't. He doesn't actually believe that he's just lying to you. He doesn't actually believe this. He's a bad person. He can burn in hell. Like I, I fucking, I don't, I have no respect for him whatsoever as a man and as a person. So anyway, uh, he's like, Oh, this is game over. You guys should bow your heads in shame. And okay, sure. Thank Kevin. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. You fucking moron. Anyway, this is what he was showing. So let's talk about this. Okay, so these are um, best who did, guess who proved in this 188-page document, guess who put out the information about where John was? That would be Nicholas Guarino. Let me read his uh, after David here, okay? You got to read this whole thing. This is wild. Again, Nicholas Guarino is the guy who extracted Jennifer McCabe's cell phone using Cellbrite and handed that information over to Lally. And there was nothing in there about how long to die in cold. That was never mentioned at all. Not even the 624 searches. There was nothing mentioned about deleted messages. Nothing. Deleted phone calls. None of that came up. And then... The defense had their expert, Richard Green, do a forensic audit on it. And he found the deleted messages and the deleted uh, Google searches and all this stuff. So this is his after David for this latest filing. This is dated May 9th, 2023. So this is well after the, this is in response to the Google search coming out. Can you guys read that? Is that too small? Let me zoom in one more. I've been a trooper for eight years. I was in the Norwood Police Department, blah, 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 blah. Okay. What's his background? I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice from Westfield State. So he went to Westfield State. He's, a, he's an expert now. I have been trained by and completed the municipal police training program in Boylston. Oh, good for you. And the Massachusetts State Police Training Academy. Good for you. Good for you. You got yelled at 
Well, you ate your lunch. Good job. Good job, champ. You're an expert now. I have received specialized training in electronic data recovery and analysis from the National White Collar Crime Center. What does that involve? Specialized training. You're a freaking cop. How did you have to, like what Rick Richard Green does this for a living? You're a cop. You, you want us to believe you're more experienced than him? Stop it. I also have specialized training in the analysis and data extraction of cell phones using Cellbrite software system. A specialized training. I have specialized training in X-Ways forensic software. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. I have participated and done this before. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. During the investigation into the homicide of John O'Keefe, I have imaged digital evidence of numerous people in this case, including the victim, suspect, and witnesses. After these items are imaged, they are placed onto our server and, lo and loaded into Cellbrite, physical analyzer, and Axiom Magnet forensic software programs for review. As part of evidence discovery, I created Cellbrite UFED reader reports of the entire contents of the cell phones to provide to the defense. After receiving them, the defense's data forensic experts requested the raw extraction files to review. The defense's data, so that's Richard Green. These items were copied onto a USB thumb drives and supplied to Adam Lally to give to the defense. The following were reviewed for evidence of the homicide. That would be the John McCabe's phone and John O'Keefe's phone. I use the following equipment, gray key, Cellbrite, Axiom, Windows 10, and Windows 11. So Jen McCabe's phone, the call log history. The defense expert in his review of Jen McCabe's iPhone is alleging that the user of McCabe's cell phone made significant deletions of call data to the call log. Because they did. We've, we've seen it all. Like Cellbrite is the one that determined that they should delete all that stuff. I've spoken with Cellbrite Senior Technical Customer Support Engineer. This motherfucker. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. This guy called up the Cellbrite Customer Support Hotline. That, that's who he's talking about. He talked to a guy on the phone. That, like, that's, literally, that's what he put in the goddamn report. He put that I made. I've spoken with the Cellbrite. Senior technical customer support engineer. That's code for I called up Cellbrite at their 1 800 number and I spoke to the guy. Whoever answered the phone after sitting on the phone for 20 minutes listening to elevator music, I got the guy from India who's in Cellbrite. And what did he tell me? Okay. He said that regarding how Cellbrite marks records deleted. He explained that, quote, PA, what does that stand for? PA is marking the entry as deleted as it only appears within the write activity log file and the same record is not found within the active database. So PA is marking, what's P, who's PA? I think that's the defense expert, I'm guessing is marking the entry as deleted or somebody who it wasn't the expert. It was Cellbrite that marked it as deleted as deleted as it only appears 
within the write ahead write activity log file in the same record is not found in the active database meaning that the user of the phone did not actively delete anything from the write activity log i have reviewed the call log in both celebrate and axiom and found the following so i don't know what and this is what they always do this guy who has no background in any of this, doesn't know a fucking thing, called up the 1-800 number, talked to the guy from India. And he's like, the guy from India told me that actually I'm going to, now I'm going to say a bunch of confusing words that I don't know what any of the fuck that means. And that's the whole point. That's all these motherfuckers do is they just throw out words that you don't know the meaning of and they make themselves sound smart. Like, oh, you don't know. It's the right activity. They don't know what any of this means either. None of them do. The only person who actually knows what they're talking about is Richard Green. The, this guy doesn't know anything and he's just attempting to gaslight you. This is all part of the lying process. He goes on to say, um, Jennifer McCabe's phone has a hundred, 1104 records listed in Celebrate in the call log history that date from February 2nd when the phone was downloaded going back to October of 2020. Upon closer inspection of these records, the following items were of note were found. Call records 1 to 439 were marked as being in two different locations on the phone, either in the knowledge C database and call history.store data or the knowledge C database and the call history.store data dash WAL. Again, this is what I mean. They're just throwing out like you're... The average person reads this and is like, I don't know what the fuck any of this means. Sounds legit because these are big words. Each entry had approximately the same time and call length. If they did not have the same times, you could see the time offsets by looking at the timestamp and call duration. Call records 1 to 48 were recorded in the phone in both the knowledge C database and the call history stored data. Call records 49 to 368 were recorded in the phone in both the knowledge C database. Okay. Okay. All this shit. In the call records, 403 to 436, entries were marked in the phone as deleted, but were still showing in the Knowledge C database. So, okay, I don't know what any of this means, but how about this? How about this, Nicholas Greeno? You're saying that those weren't actually deleted. All those calls weren't actually deleted, right? And the Google search wasn't deleted. He's like, no, they were there the whole time. They were just in some other log. So why didn't you see them? Why didn't you see them? When you doubt, how come none of this was mentioned before? You, so you're saying that she didn't actually delete those calls, all those calls that she made? She didn't actually delete those. They were on the phone the whole time. Is that what you're saying? If so, why didn't you put that in your report? You never mentioned any of this. None of these calls were ever mentioned. And now he's saying, no, 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 they weren't deleted. They were there the whole time. Well, then why didn't you mention it? Why didn't you mention it? And they're just exactly. He's like, oh, no, no. Richard Green's a fucking moron. He doesn't know about the right activity log and WAL and 431-4 whatever. He's not as smart as me. I knew they weren't actually deleted. They were the whole time. I just never mentioned it. I just never mentioned it. Oh, my God. This is gaslighting, folks. Call records are only recorded in the phone knowledge database unless it was a FaceTime call. 
Then it would have recorded the database. Okay. By looking at the totality of McCabe's call log, it would show that the most recent calls are being written to both the Knowledge C database and the other call history store data. Whatever that means. Okay. Or the call history store data, the WAL. Okay. Oh, my God. We're Okay. So her oldest calls located in the call history dot store data and the call history dot store data dash WAL were being purged from the phone automatically and being only stored in the knowledge C database. So they were being automatically. So all those deleted messages were automatic. She didn't delete. Oh, I see what he's saying. He's saying that she didn't delete anything. They just automatically went to another folder or some shit. Yeah, she didn't. So it was an honest mistake. It just happens. And, but he found it. He just forgot to mention it. The call history.store data is the main database for call log history and iOS devices. All right. It, it file once com committed to the database, the write activity log file resets and purges data without user input. So why didn't it delete all the other stuff? Why just the stuff between five and nine? The knowledge database tracks lots of different activity from battery level and Bluetooth connections to which the speaker is in use and what it's playing is given. Okay, I don't know what any of this means. So back to John's data. On May 18th, on May 8th, 2023, Trooper Proctor and I. So like, it's like, that. that's how you know this is fucked up. As soon as I see that Trooper Proctor's there, don't believe anything they're saying. Because that guy is a criminal. Like, he's a criminal who plants taillight evidence, who never mentioned that he's good friends with the Alberts and Kids, never talked to Lucky Lafferty. The list goes on and on. He misspells names on purpose. He's a criminal. So, as soon as I, it's just like you want to prove to us that there's no cover up here. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, we got Proctor and Garino on it. Oh, oh, okay. Could you get someone else? We went to 34 Fairview Road to physically measure the GPS coordinates from O'Keefe's iPhone. You have to go there? Okay. I exported the GPS points from Axiom and located and loaded it to SART OPPO, which is a GPS mapping software that can view locations via a phone app. I, I mapped the GPS uh, points starting at January 29th, 2022, at 12:12 a.m. location waterfall bar to junior to January 29th at 12:25:36 a.m. outside Fairview Road the points were taken from the phone's cached uh, locations and given in latitude and longitudinal coordinates now it's important to understand here by the way that the gps is not nearly as reliable as Apple Health data. Apple Health data is exact. The GPS stuff relies on satellites. What was happening on January 29, 2022? A blizzard. Anybody who's ever, you ever tried to ping? Yeah, like I, I've had the freaking, the what, the Garmin watch. And when you're, when it's like fucking raining out, 
or something like that, it's very hard to get the signal to match up with the satellite. It's hardly exact. It's hardly exact. There's a margin of error in this. So they are ignoring all the Apple Health data and relying completely on GPS, which is not nearly as reliable. Waze also uses GPS and satellites, and it's not nearly as reliable as the Apple Health data. And let's not forget, the Apple Health data on John's phone shows him ascending and descending stairs between 1221 and 1224 a.m. Question. Let's think of this one out. Karen Reed, if, if, if John didn't, if, if John didn't go in the house and Karen killed him outside, which she didn't, then shouldn't her phone show her ascending and descending stairs at the same exact time? Right. If, 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 if that, if that ascending and descending stairs thing was a mistake, right. If that ascending and descending stairs thing was a mistake, that he didn't actually ascending and it was caused by a speed bump or changes in elevation. Well, wouldn't her phone show the same thing? They have her phone, right? So it would be identical to his. It would be identical, right? But they have her phone. Don't you think they would have told us by now that, oh yeah, her phone also shows her ascending and descending stairs. So it's obviously bullshit, right? That like That's what a logical would say. A logical person would say. But it's not because they don't have it because he, he was inside the house. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense. So, and by the way, the other thing about this that you should be asking yourself too, if Karen Reed did this and she knows that she did this, right? Why is she trying so hard? Why is she flying her lawyers across the country to file motions in court asking for ring camera footage and Google Nest? Why? Why would she want to provide video that's going to incriminate her? It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? But they, you know, Nicholas Garino wrote this whole report and he's really smart. So they got that going for them. Anyway, it says here that I exported the GPS points from Axiom and blah, blah, blah. The initial data points put O'Keefe phone in the vicinity of the waterfall bar. Approximately seven minutes later at 1219, the phone's location is at the intersection of Dedham and Cedarcrest. Then they went past that on Waze and shows them going down Dedham Street and blah, blah, blah. It then takes a right onto Cedarcrest at 1222. The phone continues down Cedarcrest going by Fairview at 1223. It then stops in the area of 51 Cedarcrest reverses direction and takes the right onto Fairview Road at 12:24:18. The phone finally stops in between 34 and 32 Fairview Road in the area of the flagpole and fire hydrant at 12:24 and 40 seconds. So remember Ryan Nagel says that he pulled up in front of the driveway that Karen Reed pulled in front of the driveway and then pulled up. So this Instantly, this report is calling Ryan Nagel a liar. The final point plotted was at 1225 and 36 seconds when the phone stops showing any movement until the morning at 615. But that's not true, is it? That's not true. The phone shows movement again at 1232, doesn't it? Doesn't it? 
Trooper Proctor and I began measuring the approximate location. I'll picture him out there with his measurement degree. Location from where O'Keefe's body was discovered. To do this, we re reviewed the Canton Police dash camera video and photos that were taken by Sergeant Good, who graduated in 1998 from Canton High School with Jill Daniels and Courtney Proctor. That's Sergeant Good, who's in fantasy football leagues with Michael Proctor, and they send money back and forth on Venmo between each other. That's Sergeant Good. The GPS coordinates for the location we used were blah, 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 blah. This spot I believed to be within one meter of where O'Keefe's body was. The degree of accuracy for O'Keefe's GPS points were all between four and five meters from the travel down Dedham Street to Fairview Road. Okay, blah, blah, blah. About all of this, the degree of accuracy at this one GPS data point is 33 meters. Area encompasses, okay, so this is degree of accuracy 31 meters. So this could be, is this the margin of error? 108 feet, 200 feet. So this is the margin of error. All right. From my training and experience, the enlargement and shrinking of degrees of accuracy of the GPS points are determined by single strength and connection to satellites. Exactly. From these points, O'Keefe could have been inside the residence of 34 Fairview Road for no more than three seconds before the GPS points go back to within a four meter degree of accuracy until the morning. Again, this is a guy who went to Westfield State. Again, Nicholas Guarino's background in this is he was a Norwood cop who graduated with criminal justice degree from Westfield State. And then he went to a training seminar in Boylston. And now he's an expert. That's that's his background. That like That's it. This guy is a fucking cop that took an online course about Selbright one day. And now he's an expert. And him and Proctor, the a pathological liar and the most corrupt cop to ever live, measured this out. And we're just going to believe them. Oh, sure thing. Well, case. And this is what Kevin, the moron, wants you to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is all legit. Yep. Case closed. Stop talking about this now. Okay. Also of note is that O'Keefe's health data in Celebrate shows him ascending and descending three flights of stairs. Yes, it does. The native locations in Selbright and the cached locations in Axiom both show his phone location by the intersection of Oakdale Road and Pinecone Road. Yes, they conflict with each other. They do conflict with each other. And the Apple Health data is more accurate because Apple, Apple uses the COCOA core time. That is an internal clock. When your phone, when you get on a plane, and you want to, like your phone's off, whatever, you turn your phone on, the clock's on, isn't it? Because Apple uses an internal clock. It always has the right time. But if you're up on a plane, you don't have the wife, then the GPS is not going to work, is it? Not going to work. Of course, the Apple time is more reliable than whatever GPS you're using, than Waze. Waze uses GPS, so it's not going to be nearly as reliable as Apple, I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you. But they don't care. They like what this other thing tells them. So they're going to go with that. If it really tells them that. Which I don't believe anything these people say. Nothing. And neither should you. So 
Uh, let's see. Also of note is that O'Keefe's health data in Celebrate shows him ascending and descending three flights of stairs, okay, and blah, blah, blah. His health data also recorded 36 steps at 1231. Yes, it does. There are no GPS points at this time in Celebrate or Axiom. Shows no movement of the phone. Oh, so they're saying that didn't actually move. That didn't actually move. Interesting. I'll be right back. I got to get some. I, I ran out of water. I'm like wicked patched tonight. Hold on. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll show you guys a video. I'll be right back. Hold on. What can we watch there? <laughs> Just like talk as much shit about me as you want. At this point, I really, I don't give a fuck. Like my audience is bigger. My friends are cooler. I have more of a life. I have a job. No matter what he wants to say about my kids, like I'm good with my kids. I love them. We hang out. We have a good time. Like, are we perfect? No. Are we a little trashy? Yeah. Are we happy this way? We are. Okay. Fuck you. Right. Like, you know, so I, I don't really care what he has to say about me, but don't put that on my kid who is now struggling to attend school because of the bullying that she's receiving. And he can go, oh, okay, it's just making that up. Except I have documentation from the school that I'm going to bring to the DA's office on this criminal charge. And I'm going to bring in what? court to extend the order. So he can never ever contact or post about my daughter again. Just leave kids out of it. It's that simple. You can't do that. Cause you're a fucking weirdo. I think he's a pedophile. I'm going to say it out loud. Sue me. You were grooming my kid and you keep offering to pick her up. I think you're a pedophile. Don't come near my family. My well, so I said, uh, you. I've, I've talked about this the past, I think two or three shows. That's the number one source right there for the Alberts and McCabe's. So whoever that is. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't even know what the, I just have these all saved on there. They're funny. The greatest hits. Is that when she called me a pedophile? That was a good one. Okay. Anyway. Um, so that's the kind of misinformation. Like that's the, the, the person you heard right there is the only person pretending to believe any of this stuff simply because they're obsessed with yours. Truly. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I just <laughs> everything that woman says is repulsive. It's not. It's not good. Okay, let's get back to this. So this is uh, showing his data points, and I thought this was interesting. So this is a plotted view. Can I turn this sideways? They couldn't even get this right. They really couldn't do this. What the fuck is this? Okay, overview of plotted points. All right. The waterfall bar. Insane. All right. The waterfall bar. Let's see. Hold on. Where'd it go? Lexus Nexus. That rhymes. All right, so this is ascending and descending three flights of stairs. Location when the phone registers. So they're saying, oh, he was actually over here when he was allegedly ascending stairs. So he couldn't have done it. Case closed. Now, look at this. O'Keefe GPS data point, 348 at 1225 and 30 seconds. They have him right where the body was found. So he, they're saying that... His phone has him right where the body was found at 12.25 and 30 seconds. And then they have him there at 12.25 and 31 seconds. 
and they have them there at 12, 25, and 31 seconds and 32 seconds. And they got them there. It goes all the way to 12 to 36 seconds. So like 12, 25, and 36. I thought this was interesting for a couple of reasons. Number one, what they're saying here, and they're like, it didn't move anytime after this. So do you guys see what they're saying here? Do you see what they're getting at? Have you guys figured this out yet? Without them actually saying it? What are they saying? About what happened to 1225? Can anybody figure this out? Let's see if anybody gets it. Hmm. Missing GP. Why 1225? What are they saying there? Let's see. This is the dumbest shit I've seen. Yeah, they're saying he got hit. They're saying he got hit at 1225. And I thought that was interesting. Let me tell you why I thought that was interesting. I am going to go over to Jennifer Kofendafer's Twitter. Jennifer Kofendafer, let's see. Because this, remember, Jennifer Kofendafer is the disgraced FBI agent who acts as a mouthpiece for the McCabe's and Alberts. And I am going to search here. All right. Oh, God, she's such a fucking shameless liar. Just in case you did not have time to read the court documents filed, bombshell information continues to be highlighted. Oh, sure. Sources would be the key to this case. John O'Keefe's DNA is on the taillight and taillight fragments. Oh, my fucking God. Jesus Christ. Oh, look at this skag. Oh, my God. Oh, like you're going to believe that woman. Whatever that means. Okay. Um, let me search for, now we can do an advanced search. I'm going to put for 1225 advanced search. See if anything comes up. The account, Kofundi for FBI. Oh, how about this? How about this? Look at these tweets, guys. Look at these tweets. This is a tweet from... What's the date on this tweet? September 9th. That was more than two weeks ago now. Look what Kofendafer says on the 29th. Evidence shows that Karen Reed hit John O'Keefe with her black Lexus at 12.25 and 36 seconds. How did she know this? How did she know this, guys? How did she know this? This report was not public until two days ago. But Jennifer Kofendaver knew the exact second when she allegedly hit him. Because she's working with them. Clearly, they are, they are using this woman as their mouthpiece. She has shown us time and time again. With the mitochondrial DNA, the, D, the district attorney's office is feeding this woman false narratives to put out on Twitter. That's it. Like 1225 and 36 seconds. That was the final thing. Now, so now we know for sure, right? Now we know for sure that this is the exact time that they're going for. 1225 and 36 seconds. 
That is the time they're alleging that John O'Keefe was killed by Karen Reed. They've given us this plot of GPS, whatever, at that spot. And they're like, okay, he stopped moving after 1225 because he was dead. She killed him. And then she drove off. So now we know. Now let's think about this for a second. Now that we know. So the defense, they've they've told us, or the prosecution has now told us new facts of the case that they're telling us. Number one, there's no three-point turn. I'm going to write this down. Number one, 62 feet in reverse. That's fact number one. Fact number two, he went, she was driving 24.2 miles per hour in reverse. We tested that theory out. It's impossible. Mathematically, it's impossible to do that. We also know it took place at 12.25 and 36 seconds. That's the exact time that she struck him with her car. Remind me, folks, what time did Jennifer McCabe say that she saw Cameron Reed's car driving away? Anybody remember? Trivia. What time did Jennifer McCabe say that she saw Karen Reed's car driving away from the scene. Who remembers? That's a fact too. We're going to get to that. But who remembers? You guys remember. 12.45. She says that she saw the car drive away. That's what she said in her affidavit. 12.45. But. Now they're saying it happened at 1225. Now let's look at John's call log, shall we? Let's go look at the, the, the call history on John's phone. All the way this. I'm so happy they finally put something out so we can just debunk it all. And you're like, oh, no, we got you. Here's what, no matter what they say, it's going to be contradicted by something else that they said. So again, this is Jen's phone. These are all the deleted messages here. All the calls that were deleted at um, that Nicholas Gurino is now saying were never actually deleted. They were just in another folder. Well, Nicholas Gurino, answer me this one, sir. Why did these ones like, okay, so these ones all went to a folder that Rick Green, I guess, is too stupid to find, but you found because you went to Westfield State. Gotcha. You're an owl. Well, how come these ones, all these other ones didn't go to that file? Just these ones. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, I guess maybe I need to go to Westfield State to learn that one so I can be an expert on this sort of thing like you. Sure. Well. Let's see what else is contradicted by this. Let's look at John's phone activity, shall we? Okay, so here's a John's call log. John answered a phone call at 1229 and 44 seconds. His phone was answered at 1229 and 49 seconds. A call from Jennifer McCabe. Wait a minute. But I thought he was dead at 1225. That's what you now that's what you're saying now. So just to review. John was killed by Karen at 12, 25 and 36 seconds, but yet answered his phone at 12, 29 and talked for how many seconds is there? How many seconds did he talk? We talked for eight seconds. Postmark, like he's dead. Talking from the grave. We're not dead yet. 
he wasn't legally, but he was unconscious and he answered his phone, luckily, and spoke for eight seconds to Jennifer McCabe. And then the phone moves at 1231. But Nicholas Guarino went to Westfield State and he said it didn't actually move at 1231. Richard Green is just mistaken because he didn't go to Westfield State and learn about this. Okay. Okay. And then Karen Reed left at 1245, according to Jennifer McCabe, who is looking out the window, who had lots of descriptions, her and Matt and everyone and, 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 the, and the Albert parents. They had plenty of information about what was happening outside of Fairview Road, 34 Fairview Road. They didn't have any details about what was happening inside. How many people were there? Was there music? Was there food? Was there alcohol? Who was inside? Tell me everyone who was inside the house. What were you guys doing? Why was Matt looking out the window? Does he often look out the windows? You also say, Julie Nagel says that she saw him by looking out the kitchen window, but the kitchen window doesn't have access to the front of the house. The kitchen window's in the back. So how did she see that from the kitchen window? Yikes. Everything they say contradicts something else that they said. So basically Jen was lying. Oh no, let me guess. Let me guess. It was a Scrivener's error. It was a Scrivener's error. Just like Michael Proctor, when he said he got to the Dighton residence at 4.30 and left at 5.30, he actually meant 3.30. So it was just a Scrivener's error. Just Don't you love how you can do this in murderous cases? You can just take reports and be like, oh, no, 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 no. That was that, that major crucial piece of information. It was just an error. Just an error. Gemma Cabe says she saw the murder car driving away at 12.45 even though he'd been dead for 20 minutes, according to Nicholas Carino and his Westfield state education. Oh, oh, I mean, and I mean, that's why you should laugh at Kevin. Just laugh at him. It's like, you have to be fit. You have to be seriously retarded to look at this and be like, Oh wow. Bombshell game over. Nope. 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 Short bus. You don't get to talk anymore. So there's that. So that was easy to debunk. Not very hard. Um, and yeah, so this is, what's this? This is uh, Karen Reed's phone. Oh, is this her calls in the morning? Yeah. So uh, it really wasn't that hard to debunk. I mean, going through this all, um, I'm looking at this and I'm like, that's it. A bunch of nerd talk and <laughs> yikes. But all right. Let's uh, review. Let me let me read a couple uh, turtle chats here and see if they're coming through. Nope, didn't get any. So let me uh, check over here on Stripe. Give me one sec. Whew. All right. So uh, let me read some here. Laurel sends $25. Uh, I, again, if you, if you sent a chat, turtle chat, and you want to leave a message, send me an email at turtleboysports at gmail.com. And I'll read it off that way. So thank you. Uh, KMAC sends $25. Um, and let me check my emails for them. Let's see. Message with my $25. This is from Bob. He says, Turtle Boy, I doubt the Canton police had six solo cups in their cruiser to collect evidence. So they got them from the house. Did they file a report on what they saw in the house? Of course they didn't file a report, Bob. 
but that's a good question to ask. It's certainly a good question. Of course they didn't. They didn't do anything by the book this time around. They were a fucking joke. They're not a real police department. They're a joke and you should laugh at them and not take them seriously. Even though they have guns and badges, they're not real cops. They're a joke. They're in a clique and they're there to protect criminals. That's what they are. And they know that. And they know that. So thank you very much for that one. Um, Hi, I'm from Canton. Why the hell would they drive down Maplecroft and Oakdale? Yeah, I know. They said they basically said that she went the wrong way, that she missed, they missed Cedarcrest somehow. And in fairness, when I was going down, when I did my recreation, I missed Cedarcrest. I kept going on Dedham. So it, the next left would have been whatever that street was. And then it kind of brings you back down that way. So, uh, okay. Let me read uh, in the spam. Do we have any spam? Let's see. Some of these are going to spam. Okay. Uh, turtle chat message. John says the. Okay. That's his message is the. Uh, another one uh, from John says, please read a shout out to my guy, Jared. New job, new fiance, new house, and newly pregnant. Legend of a man, 98th percentile kind of guy. Free Karen Reed. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Congratulations to Jared. Um, Alex sends $25 on the turtle chat. This is MJ. Uh, great meeting you and awesome turtle riders in Milford Friday night. Yeah, I went to TD's pub in Milford on Friday. And by the way, uh, I don't know if that place needs some bad reviews or what, but they need to figure this shit out. The, the, some, and I want a name. I want to know who the cunt owner is or the manager who told people to take free Karen Reed shirts off. If I'd known that, I would have worn my fucking shirt in there and been like, fuck you, give me a beer. I'll wear whatever the fuck I want in your shitty little dive bar. Sorry. And I'd, I'd like to know who the own. Actually, I'm going to follow up on that because I'm pretty pissed about that. But it was cool to see. I got invited. David the Druid, who's been on here at this show many times before. He's from Wales, as in Wales, like United Kingdom. And it's his first time in the States. And he flew over here. He's still here, I believe. And I got to meet him for the first time and have a couple drinks and met a lot of turtle riders down there. Had some good conversations, some good times. Um, it's called TD's Pub, like TD's, like Touchdown Pub. Again, I want a name. I want to know who the manager is that told them that. And we need, I need an answer. Is, was this a mistake? I need an answer. So anyway, um, okay, cool. So let me uh, see if there's any other messages here. Um, Spam. Okay. Inbox. All right. Let me check my cash app real quick. Got a couple cash apps here. All right. First one is from Lorelei sends $3 and says pitching in for your next mediocre chicken parm. I know won't be from uh, D and E cause I'm banned from there. Margaret sends five bucks and says snooze fest. Stop. It's hurting my brain. Okay, sorry. Uh, Deanna sends $20 and says, where the hell does Krusty Panties live? Or her number. She lives in North Attleboro. So, but uh, uh, let's see. Megan sends $5 and says, can we get a timeline of the Commonwealth's changing theory? Uh, I think we just did. I think we just did. So if anyone else wants to donate, 
Again, you can either send uh, money on the cash app to dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy or uh, just do the thing at the top for uh, Turtle Chat and then send a separate email if you want your message read out loud to turtleboysports at gmail.com. Sorry about all. It's a pain in the ass, I know. But anyway. Okay. So let's get back to it. All right, so now I think we should end this by reviewing the, my field trip to can. I think we should talk about this. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Live videos. Let's see. Oh, by the way, so I went there and one of the first, I, I see Jim Ferris there. So I'm there for a couple, I'm mainly there for Jim Ferris. Because Jim Ferris is the guy, if you recall, who last Saturday evening, when Alan Jackson and Liza Little and two 2020 producers, young women, and Karen Reed went to CF McCarthy's, when Alan Jackson crossed the street and went inside CF McCarthy's, Chris Albert sent some goon who was reportedly smoking, chain smoking cigarettes outside to sit outside and act like a tough guy. And when he came out, Denise and Bob Galvin were there and or they, they'd actually gone into there and they gave Alan a hard time, I guess. And they made some threats about go back where you came from California. You know, you're, this is my town. Denise Galvin said, so I went to Denise Galvin's house first. That's the first stop we went to. She lives at 480 Boulevard street, which is the street that the DPW is on. And we went to her house at 480 Boulevard Street, and she had no trespassing signs next to the the signs that says "Remember, th remember, this is about justice for John." Oh, we remember, dear. Your your sister murdered him, so you're a disgusting person. Take those signs down. Of course, big tough guy Denise Galvin and Bob Galvin, when they went down to like threaten and harass Alan Jackson, you know they were all they were all this is my town. So then I show up to their house and do a protest in the middle of their town and I'm calling them out by name and I'm standing in front of their brother-in-law's pizza shop calling him murderer to the point or calling his whole family murderers and him too because he killed the guy too people forget that and to the point where they had to board up their windows with cardboard in the middle of the Friday rush hour dinner rush whatever it's probably one of the busiest times I'm guessing Unfortunately, people actually pay for food from that. Um, so the whole thing, I'm like, you know, you would think that like, okay, you're a big tough guy. Why don't you come and see me? Why don't you come down here and, and have it out with me? Because they're not about that life, right? They're about, they do it to Alan Jackson and Liza Little and all these other people because number one, they know that they are acting in a professional capacity and Alan Jackson can't react the way that I do because he's an attorney. They would love for Alan Jackson to react the way that I do, but he's restricted in kind of how he can act because he's an officer of the court. I'm not, I can do whatever I want. And that's why they don't mess with me is because they know that I, like if, if Alan Jackson wanted to be real with them, I'm sure he could get real with them but he can't, his hands are tied. And that's why they take advantage of that because they're bullies. 
But when, when, when Big Daddy shows up to their town and starts calling them murderers, where are they? Nowhere. Nowhere. Hiding like the rats that they are. Because they don't want this. They don't want Daddy. And they, they are scared. They hide. Oh, and it's a beautiful thing. I love it when they hide. I love it when they hide. So, also, uh, not only are they, you know, can Alan Jackson like not act in this way, but so made a good point to this, right? But also, they also know that like Alan Jackson's going to leave, and like Alan Jackson's not going to be around forever. When this is over, he's out of here. He's going to go back to California and, and have new clients, right? They don't want to mess with me because they know I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm here to stay. And they've been following my blog for quite some time. They're fans. They own Turtle Boy shirts. So anyway, I go down there to confront Jim Ferris, who's a big tough guy. And he made a post in Canton Confidential. I don't know if you guys saw this post. A few people sent it to me. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see. Um... Okay, Tuesday. Let's see, Jim Ferris. Of course, he denied saying any of this stuff at first. It's like, okay, sure thing. Give me a sec. Let me find this guy's post. If anybody has the post that he made and can't, oh, I found it. Okay. Or is this it? Okay. He goes, this will be my last post. I am sure many are rejoicing. I don't have a dog in the fight. I have never said I believed Karen did it. Okay. I am awaiting the result of the trial to find out. The only reason for my posts were to allow an opposing viewpoint to come to light. I am not involved. I mean, what a pussy this guy is. What a pussy. Jim, I know you're watching this. You're a pussy. And I talked to his wife on the phone and she was like crying and saying, oh, can you leave me alone? And then, then I'm hearing that she's denying what he's saying. It's like, do you want the smoke or do you not? Just keep your mouth shut. Just, just call your husband the asshole that he is and then we'll be good. But do not defend him, okay? Or call me a liar. And by the way, all of this was caught on video by the 2020 producers and I've seen it. I've seen it. Obviously, I can't show it because I'm not like, you know, Adam Lally and I, I'm not presumptuous enough to assume that I can get, you know, and, and share unaired footage yet that doesn't belong to me. But you're going to see it. It's all going to come out. Let's just put it that way. And everything is accurate. Everything's accurate. So he goes, the only reason from, let's see. I, I find it very disappointing that Turtle Boy would devote a whole blog to disparage me. I mean, this was the big tough guy who came out and called women whores and told them to go back to where they came from and that they're not welcome in this town and ran across Washington Street, flailing his arms and physically stood in the, the salons. Uh, there's a salon across the street, their parking lot and prevented people from leaving there. And he says, um, 
Turtle Boy would devote a whole blog to disparage me, try to embarrass me, and say very hurtful things about me. Oh, Jimmy's hurt. He's hurt. All because our viewpoints don't align. No, Jim, because you call women whores. Can't have that, dude. But I respect the right of freedom of press. Many have struggled and even died to protect the freedoms he takes for granted. I had nothing to do with the incidents that happened Saturday night. I stood out by my car and observed. He said, so he said he didn't even go across. He didn't do any of this. And then I made a comment and I said, actually, Jim, I've seen the footage of you doing it. And then he changes his story. What I observed and what Turtle Boy reported do not align. That what happens when you are trying to fan the flames. I hope everybody takes a second and realizes how hurtful their comments are and the effect that will have on our community. Oh, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Poor Jimmy Farris. But let me see. Uh, so I commented on that. And let me see if I can find it. Sorry, I have way too many pictures on here. Anyway, the guy basically later changes his story after I tell him that I've seen the video. And he's like, well, I was there, but I didn't call anyone a whore. And I ran across the street to like save them or something. I don't know. He made up this whole fucking lie. Anyway, he, I go, you want to come on the show? And he's like, no, Any, say it to my face. Anything you got to say to me, say it face to face. Okay. So I, I drove to Canada to say it to his face. Cause I'm not one of those people on this, on the internet streets. A lot of people out in these internet streets will say, oh yeah, come say, you won't say it to my face. And, and then it ends there. It's two people bickering back and forth. No, I actually show up. <laughs> like when you, I, I almost want to turn this into my passion is confronting internet trolls in person. Cause it's like, oh no, no, here's what happens in person. It's, it's kind of my specialty. He's showing up to prove what a, a fraud you are. So I show up in person and let's see what happens when I get there. As soon as I get there. All right, here we go. All right, we're in Canton, guys. We're protesting. We're here outside d &E Pizza. I'm looking for Jim Farris. Jim Farris said he wanted to meet me face to face. So here I come. Oh, he's sitting in the window over there. You, you can't see me yet. I got to sneak up on him. Yes. Here we go. I got, of course, the old lady oh, in the, in the walker jumps right in front of me at this time. It's critical time. I'm like, oh, no. Okay, we got Horrible it. timing. I'm like, what do I do? Because he's going to run. I'm like, oh, what do I do here? Okay, we're jumping. Hey, Jim, how you doing? It's Aiden Carney. How are you? Look at him. Nice to see you. So I heard you wanted to talk face to face. Is that right? Well, here I am. How you doing, Jim? What's going on? What's the matter, Jim? What would you say? Driving without a license? You don't have permission to record. I don't need permission. Don't need Did you have permission to yell, call women whores? Oh, you got nothing to say now. Big, tough Jim Farris. Nothing to say now. He was real big. <laughs> so this is what they do. Okay. It's just like, 
come on. Come on, dude. I drove all the way down here. You're not, you got to pay for my gas money, at least something. You got to give me something. I, I drove all the way here to have a conversation with you. Did you think I, was, I wasn't going to pull up? No, I pull up. I pull up. And then right on cue, this happens. Uh, who's that guy? All right, here we go. Showdown. So he's going to ask for my ID. I'm not giving it this time. He knows my name. So we'll see. Blood pizza inside. Wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't recommend it. He's very rude. You're going to be treated rudely in there. Wouldn't recommend it. Oh, didn't even come. Going to see if McCarthy's. <laughs> then he comes back you out. You like that? Like that's, that's where it's, see that right there? The police come. I'm the mayor of this town. I'm the mayor. You can't arrest the mayor of this town. You can't arrest the mayor of this town. But he Wouldn't was there for me. It. Blood they pizza. Called. What? Maybe they, Maybe they. I mean, I'm not bothering them. I'm not bothering them. They see all those patrons came out from CF McCarthy's. I got nothing against CF McCarthy's. Nothing against them. Mm. Nothing against CF McCarthy's. I'm sure they have a lovely brunch in there. They have a lovely brunch. I'm sure. So. Oh shit! Oh crap! Turn around. Nice to see you. Did you enjoy your meal? This is the same cop that got us last time. That same cop when I was there last time. He was the second one to show up. And they were going to ask for my ID. And this, uh, I'm like, if they ask for my ID, I'm not showing it this time. Last time I showed it, everybody got mad at me for that. Not doing it again. You know who I am. Not doing this. Okay. And then two women come out of CF McCarthy's and they asked to take a picture with me. And so it couldn't have happened at the worst time though, because I'm what? like. Picture? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get a picture. So I missed Hold it. on. But we're gonna, we'll talk about it in a second. Hold on. Do I do a picture real quick? Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, crap. Turn around. Oh, turn around. Worse for taking pictures. You got to do a be real and get grandma on the background. Uh, there you go. Right, there you go. Okay. Ready? Thanks. Look at boy. Thank you. Keep doing Have a good one. Thank you. Day. Yeah, you too. Did he call the cops? Okay. Did someone call the cops? Someone did. Okay. What's the problem? Okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> We're just peacefully protesting. They have really bad pizza here. And that guy is rude. I don't know if you know him. His name is Jim Farris. And about a week ago, Alan Jackson, attorney Alan Jackson and the 2020 crew and Eliza Little, they represent Karen Reed, the woman who was framed in your town for killing um, John O'Keefe. She didn't actually do it, though. It was actually the Alberts. And so, um, but you know that. And so they're down yeah, here he to do some I don't yes, know, reconnaissance does. work for their um, yes, client. And so they went in there and that guy is coming out, threatening them, calling them whores and all this stuff. And so I, I write a blog about him on Monday. And then he tells me to come down here uh, to say it to his face because, you know, he wouldn't talk on Facebook because I invited him to my show. <laughs> and so then I come down here and then I see him and now he's running in and he's crying. He's calling the cops. I mean. What's up with that? I don't, I mean him no harm. He just said he wanted to have a conversation with me. So I'm just here to have a conversation with him. That's all. Okay. This guy's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. All right. Thank you very much. See you later. So now let's see what actually happens. So Richie got, you want to hear what he says? I played the, I, I shared this video earlier today. Let's see what he actually said. Videos. Here we go. 
Yeah, that cop wanted nothing to do. He knows what's going on. He's just like, get me the fuck out of here. So they've already put the boards up within like 10 minutes. What? Picture? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get a Hold on. We're going to talk about it in a second. Hold on. Let's get a picture real quick. My car is right down here. You hear what he said there? He goes, I'm trying to get to my car. And every time he comes up here, he blocks me from getting to my car and puts a camera in my face. This guy just fucking lied. He just lies. He called the cops. I mean, what a bitch, huh? What a, what a loser. Loser. They call me a loser. I don't call the cops on people and make up stories. This dude just makes up a story about me blocking him from getting to his car. Give me a break, dude. Big, tough guy. Yeah, you were a real big, tough guy with those 2020 producers. But Turtle Boy comes to down. He sits on the bench next to you for two seconds. And then you run inside and go get your tampons. And you're like, oh, no. And then you call the police. Oh, call the police. He's blocking me from getting to my car. Won't you protect me to get to my car? And this cop knows he's full of shit. Like, fuck this guy. This loser. This degenerate loser scumbag. Oh, my God. I mean, filing a false police report. I want to file a charge on him. I don't know. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. So back to this video here. Let's watch some more of the pizza protest. The more highlights. Can I skip to one part that annoyed me? And I just need to address this. And I don't want to shit on this person too much. But this was like my life. And a lot of people were commenting this. The woman who wouldn't stop talking to me. Okay. We need like a PSA for this. So there's like a six. I'm 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 working. I'm putting on a show kind of. I'm protesting. I'm getting the word out. Please, when I'm doing this, do not come up to me and assume that you get a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me for 10 minutes. I don't know what would, uh, I don't know what's going through your head. I'm sure you mean well, but I just want to make it very clear. Okay. It's just kind of common knowledge that I guess isn't that common. Just. Do, like it's not one-on-one -on -one talk time when I'm protesting like this. Like it's not time for an intimate conversation, especially like uh, I'm just going to play part of it. Okay. And I don't mean to crap on this woman, but this is like a, an example of what not to do. And this is like, by the way, this, what you're going to see here is what my inbox looks like daily. Like I have people that will message me a hundred times without getting a single response. Like take a hint, you know? Take a hint. Nothing personal, but you know. Again. Yes, blood pizza, folks. We don't recommend it. It's tainted with the bloods of innocence. The bloods of innocence. How's it going? Picture. Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks. How are you? You want to do a picture? Yes, yes, because I want to talk to you. I think I'm on camera, though. I don't care. Okay. I think more people would come and support. I've been following you since second week in May. People live in this town. Oh. Fucking people. They shouldn't be. 
No, but I'm saying yeah. I think it would be a lot more. I'm giving you my input. Yeah. I follow you. I never comment. Yep. I just talked to Richie up there. But I'm just saying to a lot more people, but we shouldn't be, but we are. You shouldn't you know? be. I know, yeah, but I'm being told. They're a bunch of cowards. I mean, I, I'm I'm here to illustrate how wow. these people are not scary. I come down here. By my, oh, look at They're hiding. He's looking through the curtains. Wow. See, I come down here. And all these big tough guys are run canton. I'm five foot eight, 170 pounds. I come down here and they hide. They board up the windows. They call the. I've eaten three quarters. They're a bunch of cowards. The but, cowards of Ken. Well, you know what the problem is? Is the problem with this? The judge needs to go. Oh, but Auntie Bev, horrible, you know horrible. What? I, what, I don't. What, Auntie what Bev, do need? how dare you, Auntie Bev? Get your act together and brush your teeth. You're gross. You look disgusting. He doesn't do it. But I'm yes. just. What's happened? Thank you. Very welcome. My pleasure. You're here to save you. Canton. I think it would be more now at well, the select board. Nobody well, can talk uh, here. As you can see, we got a crowd forming here. Yes. Blood pizza. My husband. Oh, excellent. Good man. Good man. You know, we got people joining our peaceful oh. protest out here. Free Karen Raid. We're going to free her. She's going to be free because she didn't do anything wrong. She did nothing wrong. Yes. Yes. She means yes. well. Yes. I love well. it. She does mean Don't well. The media, the pizza. Yes. It's like yes. a clearly like into the street thing. Oh yeah. I heard they're shutting down free speech all over again. They're banning people from talking at the board of select meetings. They won't let people hold signs on public sidewalks. Well, except when I come to town, then the cops just disappear. It's so weird how this happens. You know, the police station they got barriers down there. I just saw them. Put well, it's things. like you know, I come to town. And they're all, oh, Turtle Boy's coming. He's bad. He's going to. And then Helena Rafferty tells the cops to stay away. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to ask you some questions. I want to ask why you didn't find any taillight at 6 in the morning. And then Michael Proctor, the taillight whisperer, did. What's up with that? Isn't that kind of contradictory? I went yes. to that D'Angelo's yes. in Stoughton. Oh, God. I believe it was, yeah. Chris Albert's court-appointed attorney. Yes! Yes! I forget like, that whole story. It's all incestuous. All these people. I swear to God. Yes! Yes! The bus. The bus with the dogs. Then that I, bus went by like 10 times. full of dogs? It's a bus full of dogs. That guy was a douchebag. Whoever that guy is. Not a guy. Chicken farm Charlie and right there. Chicken palm trout. That's a one. That's the next Colin Albert right there. The next Colin Albert. Hey, Chris. I'm like, we miss you, Chris. Like, Come play. Every Come time. Play. No, no joke. Every time. Every time Albert opened up that door, I would I would stick my head in there and I'd I'd look in and I'd yell something and I'd see his face. He's so mad. He was so mad, and I love it. I love that I can do this to them whenever I want. So, Chris, like, I'm going to do a lot more, dude. You better get used to me. Chris, I will stop when you come clean. That's it. You just got to come clean. You got to end this. To Karen. You, can't, you can't do this to Karen Reed anymore. We're not going to allow it to happen. Yeah. Chris Albert killed a man. A lot of people forgot that. A lot of people forgot that. It's not just Colin and Brian. Well, you know Chris scary? is the first one. Oh, my God. He did it first. What? I've been in this town 22 years. I never knew he killed somebody until it came out. I know. Can you believe? And then, and then, and they run for office. Oh, we got a turtle dog here. How about that? We got a turtle dog. Now I've seen it all, folks. I like this lady. Just another Friday in Canton at rush hour. Chris Albert killed a man. 
And that's a good oh, guy. It, it goes Thank on for a couple more welcome. minutes. Thank you guys Thank for you. being decent. Appreciate the comments. I read the comments me. afterwards. I didn't nothing know if anyone wrong. else. Picked up nice on person. It. I just tried to yes, be. Yes, like, she is. I tried to be polite. Yes, she is, folks. Like, oh, oh yes. Or what I, I should have said oh, is like, grab a yes. sign and pro, let's get on and grab a oh, sign. Yes. Yeah, like do something. Chris Albert killed the man. Don't forget that. Yes, he did. He's a loser. And so is oh, Jill when the Daniels. Team got there, it was great. She called me I a love the kids. Douche, but she's the turtle douche. Yes. Yes, we'll do. Colin oh, Alba was the mailman's the, the best. The mailman's the best. What time is the mailman? Yes, he did. Oh, we got the bull. What was that? Did I say they switched till December now? Yeah, they don't. No, oh so January. January is the next you, you can Google it. I don't think you, I need it. You can Google it. Just in it. case. Just future reference. Uh, plus, I, th I think that's like an ordinance thing. That's when, That's how they might get you. That's how they might get you. Excellent. Loser. I love it. I love the signs. Loser. We got a little crowd here going. Look at that. We had a nice crowd. That was a one man protest, but now it's a family. This affair. is like an hour and Let's 20 minutes it. in. Look at it. We got people up there. there like, the, like there was a wall of people. I looked everywhere holding free Karen Reed and signs. So, here we go. This is my time now. Let's go. The whole time. It was an hour and a half. Jim Farris wrote saying I'm great here. things. I'm here to get my uh, vengeance against, not vengeance, I don't know. To to reclaim my dignity and confront this man, this massage therapist, Jim Ferris. He's a massage therapist. He calls therapist. women whores. He calls them whores. Oh, oh God. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it was his son. No, I know that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was embarrassed. I wouldn't say Michael Morris is my dad either. I, I don't blame him. <laughs> I have not got a phone call back yet. No, his wife didn't seem too pleased. We got a freak. Is that John from King Confidential? There's John Cove, King Confidential. Uh, they well, don't clean. I mean, can we just talk? If you just get me, look at the decor here. Look at this. Dude, oh, yeah. They got the, the windows are disgusting. Got the Christmas <laughs> that's not a Christmas light. That's actually a thin blue can't light. I love it. I thin love blue that. light. We're going to free this woman. She did nothing. I want to see what the kids did. The kids were great. Oh, look at this. Look how excited. Oh, here there. Here's when the high school kids yes. come back. This yes. was great. Yeah. We're going to get him. We are going to get him. We already got him, I feel like. We got a fish on the hook. We got a fish on the hook. Free Karen Reed. The owners of DNA Pizza. The pizza's coming in blood here because they kill people inside. Watch out. Be careful, kids. There's a couple killers walking loose around your town. They kill people. Free Karen Reed. Hey, yo, no yeah. free Karen Reed. <laughs> this is great. Yes, 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 yes. What time does the mailman part happen? We gotta watch that. There's nothing wrong. I love it. It's my town, Chris. It's mine. It's not yours anymore. It's my town. We'll do. Will do. Will do. Wow. That is awesome. Who's can who's can playing tonight in football, you know? At home? Oh, oh that's too bad. Oh, I could have got a game. Okay, I could have got a game. It's my life. I'm looking for anybody know what time the uh, mailman comes by? Yes. Yes. Look at all these planes. You guys live under a flight path? 
got a couple up coming court there. Explain what happened to John O'Kay. Is this the mailman? Yes. Yes. I love it. Yes, yes, she is. They love us too. Please come forward. Does anybody know what time the mailman comes by? It's at the beginning. Anybody got a timestamp on it? It's. I was like a kid on Christmas. I was so excited. It was so invigorating to be there. The energy was just so special, man. And you're just like, man. It's like when 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 the Allies got to Paris. Like that's what I felt like when I come to Canton. It's like this occupied territory. Like it was formerly occupied by the Nazis, right? The bad guys. That's the Alberts. The bad guys. And you know the the reign of terror was going on, and people were afraid to speak out. But the the free French were underground, and they were plotting and resisting. And then Turtle Boy comes to town with Eisenhower, and we get in there, and boom! All the people start coming out, honking their horns, cheering. They're loving it. Do we figure out what time the mailman's there? Somebody, somebody, find me the mailman timestamp, or else we got to go through it manually. Send me a DM if you find it, because I, I we, or else we're gonna find it. The mailman was my favorite part. I'm like the mail. The mailman yelled something. Yelled chicken parm Charlie. Because your scumbags are covering up, and Chris's brother and Chris's son. Yeah, yeah, we know what they did, Chris. He gave me a dirty look in there. That's okay. I don't like him. Come back, come back, Jill. I, I'm sorry we got off on the. <laughs> He's so rude. Just if Alan Jackson and and Liza. Can we wash the windows? <laughs> Confront this man. This man. We called the cops. Where's Chloe, Chris? Tell me where Chloe is There's now. There's a mailman. Let's see. We, we want to know. Should we well, uh, thank you. 111.40. Thank you. Let us know. Everyone keeps asking. Here we go. Food. Not so good pizza. Not so good Here we pizza. Go. Yes. Here they come. They're honking it up for Turtle Boy. This is the best part. Even the mailman is honking. Even the mailman. Chicken pot, Charlie. Yes, the mailman. I gotta do that one more time. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. This is awesome. I'm the mailman now, Chris. Resign, Chris. That's my seat. There we go. One more time. One more time. Here we go. Here we go. Even the mailman is honking. Even the chicken pot, Charlie. Yes, the mailman. Oh, yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. Oh my God. This is awesome. Dude, I own this. I own these people, man. Oh, this is so fun. This is so fun. It's just like these bullies. I took these people that were like the biggest at like uh, six days before this. They thought they were, they were running into the street and harassing women and telling them to go back to where they came from. And then I show up one man. I just showed up by myself. Well, Richie was there too, but it was just a photo. Film me. And we were just there with some signs that I made at Walgreens five minutes prior. And saying blood pizza and look what happens, man. They hide, they board up their freaking windows. They board up the goddamn windows and they, they hunker down and they only let people in and out. It's just like, and then what is Chris thinking when he's inside there? And everyone in his town is going by honking for us, supporting us, 
saying, yeah, fuck these guys. Every time they honk, that is a message that is a a sign of affirmation that they believe that the Alberts and the McCabe's are responsible for killing John O'Keefe. That's what every one of those honks means. And every time, and Chris knows that. And this used to be his town. These people were gods in this town. And then I show up with my one-man protest, and we get all this. And we get all this. But best part, of course, was when Jill Daniels showed up. We got to watch this. Let's go over to the Jill Daniels part. So I was told that somebody was across the street taking pictures. So I went over there. I drove it. It took an hour and 50 minutes. Who's going to show up next? This is wild. I've been here for 45 minutes. I can't believe Jill Daniels all right, so we weren't looking. I, I was told. I was told Jim was up in the parking lot. She likes us. Hey, how's it going? Okay, let's go find him. Let's go find him. So I was told Emily Fabiano, who was in the house tonight, her mother was taking pictures of us. Is he up here? I know. No, we, yeah, you're right. We got to get that in the opening. Chicken pop, oh, child. I think they already did say hi. Where are you, Jim? Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Ferris, I came all the way to Ken to talk to you. Where are you hiding, Jim? I'm not going to hurt you, Jim. Just want to talk to you, Jim. Mean you no harm, Jim. Come on and play, Jimbo. Where are you at, buddy? Where are you at? Come on, Jim. Where are you? you came, I came all the way to Ken just to meet you, Jim. And you're not here. Did you see Why are you standing me up on the date? Why are you standing me up? Oh, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Colin Albert was inside 34 Fairview Road on the morning that John O'Keefe was killed. He, John O'Keefe was beaten inside that house and left out to die. Yes. <laughs> Is that Jill? Is yep. that Jill? It's Jill Daniels. Colin. So first of all, she, she looks excited to see me, doesn't she? First of all, she honked. And then we started waving. I didn't even notice this. I mean, okay. 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 I put this up as a poll question. And I think we should ask this question to the community right now. Let's figure this out right now. I'm just going to ask you guys this because this needs to be. I didn't even think of this until somebody told me this when I was at the bar in Milford afterwards. And they were like, uh, uh, Somebody told me afterwards, uh, Jill Daniels has a crush on you. And I'm like, no. Ridiculous. And then I go and I read all the comments and everyone was saying that. Do you guys think, Jill, does she have a crush on me? Serious question. Serious question. I don't, like, I, because I thought that's wild. Like, I'm trying to put her, like, godson, backslash nephew in jail. And, you know, like, kind of, like, destroy their life. But, like... It's she also likes me like what this is weird. Like she when when, it, when we called her that first time, she sounded like no, and ew, 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 never, never, ever, ever. Okay. Ew. But she does. She does seem to like, like, let's not forget. These people are turtle boy fans and have been for, for quite some time. And so she pulls up. Like, remember when I called and she's like, oh my God, it's Turtle Boy. 
That was not what I was expecting. And then she called me back after, after she hung up on me, she called me back. And so now I see her, she, come on, this ain't a coincidence that she just shows up there. So she shows up and I'm like, oh my, and she honks. She makes sure she gets my attention <laughs> and then puts the window down. And dude, again, I'm not trying to like cry, talk about people's looks. I'm really not trying to, but the fate, it, it's like an old beat up catcher's mitt. It was, it was rough, man. <laughs> it was like, it was like aluminum foil. At, like after you wrap your sandwich in it and then unwrap it like that kind of like it was like dude stop it stop it so this is what let's just watch the interaction and was inside the house you're a loser how what's up your skin looks great thank you my skin looks fantastic <laughs> teeth look my teeth look gross i've never killed a man so there's that well you know what you put your teeth on your wife well, but, 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 but did you ever kill a man did you ever kill someone? I don't know anyone. How old is your boyfriend? Like 80? It's like, first of all, <laughs> why is that always their comeback? Like, I don't like, okay. I have small teeth and a couple of them. I never got braces as a kid. So they're not like yellow or anything. They're small. Oh, and I guess like a couple of them are sharp, but the, it's good for um, like cutting, like, you know, tearing into meat good for that like because we're uh, you know we're omnivores so i like it i don't know i like i I'm, i don't think i have great teeth but i also don't think i have like the worst teeth so i don't know that if that's the best insult and then they always bring up like like i'm like so you know murder and then it's like you're cheating on your wife it's like okay who cares like why does what that's it i never killed a man like that's your response to your family was involved in a murder is extramarital affairs who cares? Like what, who, who, I never killed a man. So that like, you think these things are equal and therein lies the problem. Like who cares? I've been open about it. Nobody cares. Nobody. But, um, yeah. And it's just like, who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. You don't know people's private lives. Nobody cares. You know, it is what it is. But anyway, let's watch the rest. You what? Your homophobic boyfriend? Your homophobic do you have any boyfriends? Hi. Marantis is your boyfriend, right? Um, he, he called me a homo. He called me a homo. No, he didn't. Yes, oh, that wasn't him. Colin was inside the house. We're we gonna talk about that. What do you want to talk about? Are we gonna? It's Jill Daniels. Uh, uh, Colin was inside the house. You know that, right? Do you know you're not a lawyer, you're not a reporter, you're nothing. Yet. I'm an award-winning journalist. Oh, we got an award-winning journalist. I won three awards actually: 2015, 16, and 17. I won three awards in a row. I won 15, 16, 17. I showed you them. I showed you the picture. I did a blog no. just for you. I did a blog just for you. Yes, I did. Yeah. Are you worried about Colin going to jail? No, because Colin didn't do it. But he got, why did he get grand jury then? Why everybody? I don't know. Have you ever been grand juried? Yeah. For this case you have? You've been grand juried. How many people, how many murders have you been involved in that you've been grand juried? Because he's a scumbag. He's a loser. He's a loser. They they threatened Alan Jackson the other day and lies a little. I stand up for women. They called them whores. They called them whores. They called them whores. This is where the conversation. First of all, we're holding up traffic while this is happening. And then I'm like, I stand. I'm like, he Jim Ferris called women whores. That's not right. That's massage therapist. Like, and he's like, well, you call women cunts. We're really having this conversation. So now I have to defend my use of the word cunt in the middle of traffic 
with a woman whose family is involved in a horrific murder. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen to this about the cunt. But only when they're being cunts. Only when they're being cunts. He called them whores. He doesn't know if they're whores. He doesn't know if they're whores. It's a, it's a, it's a term of endearment. It's a term of endearment. I wouldn't care because it's a funny word. It's a funny word. It's a funny word. I really, <laughs> it's like I had, and I, I thought about that. How would you feel if someone called your daughter a cunt? I really wouldn't care. <laughs> it's like, it's a funny word. And I know it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, we're talking about the word cunt. Like, that's the worst you can come up with me. I got bad teeth, supposedly, extramarital affairs, and I like the word cunt. Okay. Okay. That's it. So that was my interaction with her. Some people are like, why didn't you? get into deep conversation with her about like the facts of the case. I'm like, we're in fucking traffic. And I was so shocked by the fact that Jill Daniels is here again. So yeah. Why does she have such a cute dog? It is a cute doggy. It's a very cute doggy. I should have gotten a car with her. I should have just jumped in and be like, where are we going? <laughs> like, let's go. Imagine that live. I got in the car and went wherever she took me. Like that would be fucking, it is a term of endearment. Oh, you cunts. You 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 wily cunts. It's just like, it's a funny word, you know? It's a funny word. Um, I really wouldn't care. That just happened. Yeah. We got here. Well, we so, had the shirt on. He had the shirt on driving by. I love so anyway. Guess who Michael Proctor's best friends with? Who is being framed for murder? Dumped it on the floor. Jim Ferris is rude. Okay. Albert's a loser. He doesn't. All right. He's a loser. He's a loser. Okay. Uh, so I think that's about enough of that. I feel like, I feel like I've covered anything. Let me just get to a couple turtle chats here. Um, we've got a couple here from, let's see, um, Annette sends $10. And again, if you, if you sent the turtle chat in with the message, I did not get the message. You can send, you can email turtleboysports at gmail.com and I'll read the message that you sent. Uh, but this one is from Annette sends 10. Uh, Linda sends 25. Thank you, Linda. Um, Brian sends 10 and Haley also sends $10 on the turtle chat. Let me check the cash apps. Uh, do we have any more cash apps here? Um, yes. Lorelai sends $3 again. says, thanks for saying my name, right? Oh, no problem. Um, and Michael sends $25 and says, did you try my pool noodle idea? I, I, we, we, we thought about it, Michael, but we couldn't figure out how to get them upright. Like, how do you get, how do you keep them upright? I couldn't figure out how to do that. You forgot who came back? Who came back? Um, okay. So let's see. Donos here. Uh, the Laurel sent a dono earlier. Her message was, I'd like to know, I'd like you to wish Rick F. from Taunton a happy birthday. He's a faithful listener of the doctor, the award-winning journalist. Happy birthday, Rick F. from Taunton. That's two birthdays today. So happy birthday, sir. Uh, got another one here. Uh, Meredith sent, uh, with the, she sent a chat earlier. She said, I went to Canton High School with that Canton cop. His name is Bob Zepp. We were class of 93. So he knows the players. Of course he does. They all do. They all do. So thank you there for that. Um, and Annette sent 10 bucks and she said, I asked if you know of any, if any of the Alberts have been to any hearings, 
Also in that motion you just read, it says Maureen Hartnett is the one who inspected Karen's truck. She's the one that found the hair. Isn't she the one that failed the test? Yes, she failed her proficiency exam. That is correct. So I appreciate that. Uh, Wayne sends $5 and says, Earthworm Jill email. Okay, Earthworm Jill email. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. Um, anyone else have any questions or anything? Uh, let me... You guys have any questions? We'll ask Turtle Boy to end it. Fire away if you do. Oh yeah, when Ferris pulls in and almost dude, that what part is that when he almost runs me over? If anyone has the timestamp, we could watch that one too. If the state says she hit John by the hydrant, how do they explain the taillight in the driveway? There's no taillight in the driveway. I don't know where you did they say there was taillight in the driveway? I don't think anyone's ever said that. Have they? Jen did not call his phone to find it at 1245. Jen was calling him at 1245 to make it look like she's asking him, like, where are you? Where are you? You coming? It was all part of the act. So no, that the part about Jill grand jury, Jill just never been grand juried. She just tried to poo poo it like this is normal. I thought that was an interesting thing. She said, actually, it just shows how out of touch these people are. They're just trying to put on this face that everything is fine. I'm like, so why was calling grand jury? Sometimes people get grand juried for murder trials. It happens. It really doesn't. She's like, oh, I got grand juried all the time. Do you? Do you? Uh, Brian Higgins lives down the Cape. I believe in like either Falmouth or Mashpee or Sandwich. One of those early Cape towns he lives in. And he is completely, I'm certain he flipped. Certain of it. Yeah, it's nice to meet you guys there at uh, Joan was the owner. I'm going to have to have a talk with Joan about that. Because that's not cool. If you're, if you're, if you're bar, if you're establishment, all these paying customers are in there, they want to wear a free Karen shirt, they can wear it. Doesn't mean you're endorsing it. But if you tell people to take it off, you're, you're hurt. Like, you're going to have a problem with us. Let me just put it that way. They circled a spot on the driveway on their evidence map. Oh, I didn't know that. I do have to find Higgins. The next rolling rally. Should we do another one? We should. We got a lot of time. Dude, Christian Gonzalez is freaking awesome. He's so good. He's so good. And so is freaking Matthew Judon. It's a shame we're wasting this Matthew Judon in his prime like this. We need to win. We need to win this year. Beat the Cowboys next. The Cowboys lost to the freaking Cardinals today. NFL is wild, man. I mean, who the three teams everybody had in their survivor pools were the Ravens, the Cowboys, and the Jaguars, right? All of them lost. NFL is wild. Yeah, it's totally normal to be grand jurid. <laughs> She's a grizzled bitch. She might have been in a few, you know? Is the prosecution saying after she hit him, she continued in reverse down the street? Yes. That's exactly what they're saying.
No, Yarmouth is too far out. He doesn't live in Yarmouth. TurtleCon on Friday was the best. Love meeting the TV admins and celebrities. Yeah, Jennifer was there. She she met. She was cool. Uh, a lot of tour riders were there. Met a lot of cool people there. Can you do an episode comparing Trial Four and the Karen Reed case? I know I kind of want to. You can't share Netflix like um, footage though on YouTube. It doesn't let you. You can't even like screenshot or screen record Netflix if you're watching on your phone. I've tried. You have to take another phone out and do it. Oh, I'm quite certain that that is a First Amendment violation of what Michael Morrissey ordered the state police to ban peaceful protesters from protesting on the overpass. See, I saw a lot of this. I like Jill. It's like, you know, she's, I don't, <laughs> I don't like her at all. So let's be very, like, I, come on. I mean, I find her entertaining, but I don't like any of these people because what they're doing to Karen Reed, it's evil. Let's not forget what they're doing to Karen Reed. Yeah, I mean, the there's going to be more motions and motions of the ocean. I don't know what the next step is. We'll see. Okay, I can't confirm. I might have to take that part out. I can't confirm that William Galvin is 100% related to these people. I was told that he was, but I can't confirm that. So I, I retract that. Either way, he's donated money to Chris. Either way, Bill Galvin is a Democrat who gave money to Republican Chris Albert's campaign. Anybody who gave money to Chris Albert's campaign is a douchebag. Like, what were you thinking? Like, that guy should run the town? Like, why? Why? I mean, Shane, Bill Galvin's even worse because it's like you reached across party lines for Chris Albert, of all people? Oh. He had a drug addiction, I'm told. So, I mean, not his, you know, sad. I'm not going to go there. Atlantic City, you saw people in free can read stuff. That is great. Aiden, all the roadblocks are being thrown up by the booze bag Bev, meaning everything she denies. Will everything go to the state Supreme? I don't know what that means. Uh, they're, they're, they're bringing one thing to the SJC right now. I, I do kind of want to do a duck boat parade, like a duck boat tour, the Turtle Boy duck boat tour of Canton. Can we do that? I want to give a duck boat tour of Canton. That would be dope. Oh, three Peggy's Lane and Sandwich. I guess that's Higgins' address. There we go. Uh, I I don't think they said how many feet. I don't think they said how many feet the car traveled afterwards. And I think Jill is a nanny. I think she is. No, I I mean the question is like so Ryan Ryan Nagel must have been gone, right? So, like, when did she do this, too? Like, where was Ryan Nagel when this all happened? Fucking wild.
Ew, stop saying stuff like that, people. That's ew. Ew. And honestly, I highly recommend the people of, of, of Canton contact the ACLU about especially about the uh, Board of Selectmen stuff and, and ending public commentary. They can't do that. Oh, the ethical complaint. Yeah, check out the young jerks tomorrow. The guy, Brian Barrera, the attorney there, who's filed a complaint against Michael Morrissey, is going to be talking. Uh, we need to get that guy on court TV. I can't wait to watch him tomorrow on the Young Jerks. So give them a sub if you haven't already. Mike's doing good work over there with that. Yes, I'm going to definitely be doing more of frame, more videos like the framed one. I've got a couple coming out, so stay tuned for those. Um, I don't know yet. If I go to the meeting, I won't announce it. Put it that way. Because I don't, I I bring a crowd and the, the room is small, you know. Let me check yeah, out what's the poll results. Let's see. 84% people say that Jill has a crush on me. Great. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, you can personally confirm BOS PBI 24. Thank you. There we go. Okay. Again, could Jen McCabe have called the cell phone at 1245 to locate the phone? I mean, some people have said that. I, th I think she was doing it to make it seem like she was looking for him. Like, oh, yeah, where is he? Why isn't he here? And I look out the window and I saw them drive away. And so I guess there's that. The, the finger kid did not show up. Did Yanetti... Uh, ask the appellate court to disqualify. I'm not sure. All right, I'm going to go to the end of the comments now. If I missed you, let's see. You guys keep asking. This light's a little, I don't know. Ask her. None of my business. Yeah, he ain't getting voted out. <laughs> Those state reps never get voted out. But okay, I'm gonna call it a night, guys. It's getting a little bit late here. Uh, thank you guys all for the donos and the support and everything. And uh, we will see you guys. I guess we'll see you all for the next episode of Turtle Boy Live on Tuesday night. Peace, Turtle Riders.